0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll free at 855 free That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on the site. We give them away. Once again, freetalklive.com. You get to actually control the content of the website. You find something online you want to share with other listeners, you submit it as show prep. It then appears on the site. Uh, it must receive a certain number of votes in order to be promoted to the front page of the website. So it's everything starts on the upcoming stories page. You click there and then vote up or down on the stuff you like or dislike. And again, the uh, most uh, popular will make it to the front page in the top, meaning we're more likely to see it and talk about it. Uh, you can go to freetalklive.com to get interactive there. It's totally free. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. Edmark. All right. So, again, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. And this is one of those days where there's just so much in the news uh, that, uh, well, at least that I've been collecting. We've been loaded with calls this week, though. And so, you know, we go to your phone calls if that's uh, if that's your preference. We'll talk to you about anything that you want. Uh, but there's a news story that the, all three of us had Uh, tonight and nemi i've asked you to pull it up it's about a double amputee who apparently was shot was it to death uh by the police yes they killed him because double amputees are really dangerous uh people apparently this guy was tell me about the story this
1: is in houston a police officer shot and killed a one-armed one-legged man in a wheelchair after the double amputee waved a metal object that turned out to be a pen Police spokesman Jody Silva said the man cornered the officer at a group home on Saturday and was making threats while trying to stab the officer with the pen. At the time, the officer did not know what the man was waving, Silva said. So she said the man came within inches to a foot of the officer and did not follow instructions to calm down and remain mm-hmm. still. Fearing for his partner's safety and his own safety, he discharged his weapon, Silva said. Police did not. It's immediately... always what they say.
0: Yeah. They, all they have to do is say they were afraid. And then it's justified for them to kill you. And, if, of course, if nobody else was around uh, to witness it, then that always helps their case.
2: Right. So, uh, I guess in this circumstance, I, you know, first off, I got to know how, if, if they think it's a knife, how long could this possibly be? I mean, if you're holding a pen, how much of it shows? Three and a half inches? Yeah. You know, four inch? I mean, that's not, very not a very much, big yeah. knife. Um, so... I uh, you know, but 3 inches. And maybe. he's in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair, <laughs> cornered the officer, uh mind you. Um I mean so if if he did have a knife, I'm just wondering shouldn't he have pulled Mace have, or pepper, you know, Mace or a taser. Uh, you know,
1: paser, a taser or a what with a the pellet guns? Not the pellet guns, but the beanbag guns. Well, they don't something. have that on, on, on their belts.
0: I mean, the, yeah. the, that's not something he can just go for.
1: So a caretaker at this group home had called the police because a man in a wheelchair was causing a disturbance. Uh, the, apparently, the owner of the group home says the man had a history of mental illness and had been living at the house about 18 months.
2: And it is a place sort of for people with... For people like this.
1: Yeah. Like like this. I'm sorry to say that. So like someone who
0: might cause a disturbance would be at this group home is what you're suggesting? I I would
1: would suggest someone who is recovering from being a double amputee is at this group home. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: Gotcha.
1: That, That would be my guess. So uh, this
0: dude was upset about something. He was upset about something. And, so they called
1: the cops to calm him down. Because
0: that always works. Right. So, I mean, when somebody is having a, uh, an issue... The cops always make the situation the better. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're professionals. So they're going to come in. They've been trained psychological. They've gone through uh, counseling sessions. They, uh, they know sociology and psychology. And they're going to come in there and they're going to help this situation. No, wait I, wait a minute. That's not whatever happens, at least that I've ever experienced. The cops usually are looking to make an arrest yeah. when they come somewhere.
2: They're not looking to help. No, I mean they're there certainly may be not some... looking to get stabbed. I can I can assure yeah. you of that. But uh, so... you know, okay, so I guess if you turn this into a situation where a man with one arm and one leg, <laughs> and by the way, it's a partial leg, so you pro- the officer so may or may stop. not have known this, but he's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. A man in a wheelchair with one arm is uh, swinging, say, a small knife at an officer that he somehow has cornered. Which is the hardest part of this to believe. Um, he wheeled him into the corner. What Mark. is the appropriate action? You tip his chair over.
1: Come on. <laughs> just flip his chair just back. Just come on. It's not like he's going to whip around and get both of you at the same time. Come on.
0: It's ridiculous, this whole situation.
1: So at this, at this this is why I brought this in for show prep, and obviously why well, you guys did as well. Um, so he said he sometimes would go off a bit, but you just ignore it, the owner told the the newspaper, the sure. owner of the group home. So the officer is a five-year veteran of the department who was immediately placed on a three-day administrative leave. Paid. Paid.
2: Paid. come home and watch some TV. How many people has this officer shot in the past? One. Okay. Mm. Yes.
1: Houston police records indicate that Marin also fatally shot a suspect in 2009 when he came upon a man stabbing his neighbor to death at an apartment complex and opened fire when the suspect refused to drop the knife. That's, a better, see, story. that's a better story. Yep. That seems more <laughs> that's a, legit's a good word. <laughs> but it, there have been and this has happened has happened in New Hampshire recently. Too, there's been an uptick in um p- uh fatal shootings involving mentally ill folks. Now, because uh, because people can't afford their meds, honestly. Hmm. But here's here's a mentally ill guy who's who's agitated and has
0: somebody cornered. Yeah, really. Do you need to use lethal force is that no, does that constituted? unless your life is in danger and the, I think I think the same set of rules should apply to the police as anyone else unless your life is in danger then you should not have the the ability to take somebody's life and was, there was the no guy in the corner, corner going please
1: kill this guy with a knife who's who's threatening to kill him. and really honestly what can a guy do with a knife
0: at You'd have to be again, if it was as Mark suggested before, if only, you know, three inches of the, inches of the pen were sticking out, it probably didn't look like a humongous knife, you know, not like a, a crocodile dundee kind of knife. And we might be and,
2: assuming that this is a silver pen, and it could, for all we know, be a bic. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, that it may not even look like a knife at all. Right.
0: Right. I mean, this is just what the cop wrote in his report. And the cops will write whatever they want to to CYA uh and so it would
2: seem like you'd really focus on this pen if this person's stabbing it at you like you'd know what that thing was was that
0: even the allegation that he was stabbing it at him i just thought he was holding it
2: no i think he was
1: stabbing it at him while trying to stab the officer with the pen i see
0: so presumably
2: but he there stabbed were... at him a few at times. Him. I mean, yeah, I see. You know, having been in time, a few right. uh, physical confrontations in my time, I believe that you probably would have identified what was in this guy's hand with a with a, a pretty good. So was in a sure dark
0: alley, right? I mean, they were inside a group home. Yeah, they were inside. Now
1: presumably, so was the guy in the corner saying, "Kill this guy"? Really? That's what I want to know. Was this guy? Oh, so
2: it wasn't the one in the corner. No, that it was shot? his partner. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. It Was his partner? So rather than grabbing the wheelchair and pulling this guy, just just pulling right. him so back. So they Pushing had two him. cops
0: right. on hand, right? Yeah, because so they, they always do, right? <laughs> well, not always. But uh, in this case, they brought two officers in there, which means they were even more able, or they should have been, even more able to control that situation using non-lethal methods. There's no reason why that other officer couldn't have come back in and restrained this person, grabbed his arm, grabbed his hand, uh, taken whatever. I can't
2: imagine how many police forces in the United States don't have some kind of sub-lethal weapon out there, whether it's a taser or a pepper spray or both. And the Houston Police Department surely is not without these items. So the idea that a police officer first went for his sidearm – in this circumstance seems to me to be wholly irresponsible totally
0: and i think that most i would hope that most police officers would agree with you i mean they have called this show before and sometimes sometimes they've been you know very well, understanding of things like this so
2: usually we're, we get called uh, cop haters simply for reading the stories yeah i mean simply for armchair quarterbacking this we're cop haters yeah
1: well i'm, I'm really no big fan of bad cops myself
0: me neither. And uh, the sad thing is that these guys typically get away with this stuff. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how this one pans out. You remember the story in Washington State, uh, I believe it was Seattle, where a man was whittling on the side of the road. And he actually did have a, a small knife, uh, but uh, he never heard the cop calling to him. And of course, he's deaf. Right. And he, well, Deathish. he's partially deaf. And he also had headphones in. He had an iPod or something like that. And the cop blasts him after about six seconds of trying to, uh, to trying to communicate with him. Just draws down and blasts him away. And, and that's and,
2: certainly not the only circumstance. And he didn't get convicted of anything.
0: No, no. Uh, you know, no, I mean, it's not the only one. What's there's that? Pl- it's not the only yeah. one. There's countless stories like this. I've got another story about a, an old lady, uh, some an octogenarian, shot by the police. So there's never a
2: shortage of this. Uh, I got one sitting here from uh, you know a guy fatally shot on a bad drug
0: raid. All right, 855-450-FREE. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. So in this story, the cop who shot did the shooting, got a three-day vacation. Yeah, uh, watching some up. TV. 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 1-855-450-3733. Free Talk Live.
3: In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Toll free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website and head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we give to you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Features including the news updates. You can get signed up. And we will keep you in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live. You can follow us via email uh, to get the latest news and information about uh, Free Talk Live. And if you prefer Twitter and Facebook, you're going to get more than just the latest news about the show. You'll get updates during the program. You'll get uh, questions and uh, you know chances to interact online with Free Talk Live and other listeners of the show. So Twitter and Facebook take it to the next level. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get, uh, get on board with any of those. That's news.freetalklive.com. It's all free.
2: Bitinstant.com is the way to get your bitcoins. If you're looking to get bitcoins, you can do you can use bitinstant.com in more than thirty countries around the world, more than a million locations. That's a lot of locations. Uh bit Bitinstant makes it easy and low low cost for you to get bitcoins. Go check them out. Get your bitcoins through bitinstant.com.
0: I love BitInstant. It makes it so easy. In fact, I'm planning on getting a few Bitcoins uh, this week. But we'd had a question uh, last night. Uh, Johnny Ray had asked about getting cash. I think it was Johnny Ray. getting Turning Bitcoins into cash. And I had inquired with BitInstant about that because I wasn't sure. I, I've never done it. And uh, according to Eric over the Director of Marketing at BitInstant.com, he says that currently BitInstant is 99% for getting cash money into Bitcoin. We're working on a relationship with a new partner that will allow people to cash out easily, but that's still a month or two away. Uh, but if you want to, the, there is an option. You can sell your Bitcoins on MTGox and then use BitInstant to transfer from MTGox into PayPal. But you're looking at a 6% fee. So at this point, that's the only way to do it. Got it. Uh, So 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves uh, and bring up whatever you want. Now, uh, Nemi, you had shared with us a story about the double amputee, man missing a leg and an arm, and he was shot to death by the police in a group home. And presumably, there were people around to witness this happen. Yeah. Uh, So that may make things a little more difficult on the police but that doesn't mean they're still going to be you know found culpable or anything like that or suffer get a demotion anything. yeah they might possibly be you know demoted to a desk job or or something like that uh or shuffled around to some other department in the state to where nobody knows who they are and you know what they've done and there's just no shortage of these stories mark you mentioned that uh, you had one i have one as well about an 83 year old woman who has been shot and killed by a police officer? This, according to the Virginia State Police, D- uh, WDBJ seven reporting that uh, the Alta Vista police officer who shot and killed an 83 year old woman this could be your grandmother uh, is now on administrative leave, which means uh, paid. Yeah, Usually vacation. That means paid vacation. Well,
2: that's all they can do. They, they can't can
0: put in them. Jammies. They can't. They can't do anything else. We still don't know. Well, they can do an unpaid leave, but they can. Uh, they don't. They generally don't. Only if they arrest. Uh, We still don't know the officer's name, but reports say the person is a 10-year veteran of the police force. State police are still investigating. The shooting happened Wednesday night at a home uh, in Alta Vista. Delma Towler was shot while attempting to walk to her sister's house. She was apparently trying to get away from what she thought was an intruder, trying to break into her home. No clear answers in the death uh, of this woman. And according to the story... She was at home at around 10 o'clock. She dialed 911 and then hung up. Now, that usually results in a phone call back from the police or a visit uh, from the police. Virginia State Police reports that they sent officers to check on the house. The son of the older lady says she thought someone was trying to break in. She had had intruders around there previously. According to the statement from the Virginia State Police, the officers arrived at the house and heard shots fired from within the residence As officers took cover, they saw a woman armed with a handgun leave the back of the house. Barbour says she was probably trying to scare away any would-be intruders. 83 years old. That's right. (laughs) Oh, my God. She heard some uh, noise and thought it was somebody out there trying to break in, and she shot two or three bullets, says Barbour. Here's where the disagreement lies, Virginia State Police Report. The officers approached the woman commanding her to repeatedly put down her weapon. She refused to comply and pointed her weapon at the officers. The woman was then shot by the police. Barbour, the uh, son says that police have it all wrong. She says, "Mom ain't going to hurt no police officer or nobody else. She was a good Christian woman, and she wouldn't hurt a soul. Barbour says his mother was She's walking firing inside the house <laughs> to her sister's house two doors up. Uh, My aunt was holding the door open for her to come in, and my aunt said she heard three shots like bang, 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 and she went down. Ms. Towler died at the scene. Spokeswoman from Virginia State Police says police officers from Alta Vista made several attempts to determine if anyone was inside the home and then heard the shots fired from inside. Officers took cover and watched her leave with a gun in her hand. They followed as she walked up to another home. They approached, commanded her to report, uh, put down the gun, and then she she was shot.
1: Now the article that I have doesn't say what time this was. It was at night,
0: though. It was uh, ten o'clock, around ten o'clock at night.
1: Okay, so they see a little old lady. That's right, with a gun, allegedly yes. leaving leaving the back of a house where a little old lady had called the police to report a burglary. Someone called. A uh, she
0: did not report anything. It was a it was a call and a hang up.
1: Oh, the article that I have from the New York Daily News, which is not the most reputable source, says Delma Towler dialed nine one one to report a burglary. But when police arrived, one officer killed her outside her home. Mm-hmm. Well, so if to she
2: had, a burglary, It's not the same as reporting a burglary?
1: I okay, guess. so to uh, Fair enough, Mark. Just say okay. no. You are right. So she called nine one one. Did she talk to them? I don't know. I it am assuming that she she, she called and said, "Send the cops. There are burglars here." So if you have an eighty three year old woman who's called the police. And you see a little old lady leaving the back of a house with a gun. Mm -hmm. Why are you killing her?
0: Well, they're claiming she pointed it at them.
1: Well, of course she did.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, she's... Okay, so we don't know what her state of mind is. We don't know if she's 83 with dementia or uh, some sort of mental issue uh, where she doesn't know where she is or what she's doing or with whom she's interacting. Uh, So we know that she's probably scared, She's had her house, you know, there's yeah. been trouble in the neighborhood before. She has She's, a gun. she's armed up yep. and uh, she's frightened. She's firing shots, allegedly. Now, that hasn't been proven at this point. That's just the claim. Uh, you know, her sister did not say she heard gunshots previous. She says she heard gunshots when the cops shot her to death, uh, but she didn't hear gunshots previous to that. And uh, so we don't know about the gunshots inside the house. That's just what the police are saying. And so she then allegedly comes out with the gun, points it at the police, is shot to death. Uh, Who's telling the truth? Are the police telling the truth
2: about this? and if two police officers get their story together and these are partners these are people that work together and you know it's it's not like this has never happened it's a relatively common phenomenon among uh, people you
0: mean octogenarians being shot to death no, by the police no the uh,
2: people, police officers getting their stories together right. from what everything we've heard from police former police officers and people that investigate this kind of thing uh, that you know police officers get their story together and two police officers getting their story together is worth a whole bunch of eyewitnesses.
0: Well, and it would be very interesting to know, you know, to be that kind of uh, fly on the wall to watch this go down and actually see what really happened, uh, because I don't know if there were any other witnesses to this. If the police are telling the truth, and this woman was crazy, and uh, she, you know, points a gun at them, then I get that they're afraid for their lives. Or if I she mean, doesn't
1: have her glasses on or hearing aid in, that's right. her own fault, because she shouldn't be firing a gun like that anyway.
0: She shouldn't be. You're right about that. 855-450-FREE. But then again, we also know cops lie. And it just seems unlikely that a cop would want to blow away a grandmother. But you never know. never know. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts? Welcome. You can share anything you want. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live.
2: you <laughs>
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can join us on the air here at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us uh, here on the, the air or on the website at freetalklive.com, where we've got listening options. Uh, you can tune into our broadband, midband, and narrowband streams. All of them are free for you over at listen.freetalklive.com. You'll also get a list of our over 110 great radio stations that air the show at various times throughout the week. Uh, also, our satellite listening options. Uh, including XM Satellite Radio, uh, Mark, you just got yourself a fancy new ride today. With I did get a new with car today, XM yeah. Radio uh, in it, so you'll be able to actually listen to the show on your way home. <laughs> because
1: being here isn't enough. <laughs> because uh,
0: because XM uh, is air, you know they air our show during the week a couple hours delayed. So, That's true, yeah. Um, and uh, it's a cool ride, and you got one of those uh, like electric slash gas
2: cars a and, prius plug-in
0: yeah so it's it's different you've got a prius <laughs> i have a uh, gas powered prius yes i do anyway pretty cool uh so uh, yeah you can go to listen.freetalklive.com we got xm we got uh, free to air ku band webcam listen lines all kinds of different ways to get
2: tuned in yeah i got the car because i just you know i mean i wanted to get better gas mileage because i don't like the idea that uh frankly the military is being used as a you know security force for oil companies around the world, and to somewhat to some extent the adventurism um you know in in the middle East has to do with with oil and I just want my dependency as low as possible simply because I don't want the blood of my uh, blood of those people on my hands but one of the first things I transferred over from the p t cruiser convertible that I had with the dents in it and stuff uh was the <laughs> Was the Freedom Cam from FreedomCam dot net?
1: I just ordered one of these.
2: This it, it's. Just, I mean, they're not. It's it's not cheap, but did they're the on sale, sale right now. Yes, I did. Nice, yeah. That that's that's the thing. I mean, it's a really great device. You turn on the key, it starts. It records front out of the front of the car into the cab and out the back. It has audio visual of course that's uh, what it's recording and uh, the your sp- your route and your uh, speed GPS, and yeah. all those things that uh, you know makes it clear whatever happened whether it's an accident or a pullover or whatever the circumstance is if your story doesn't agree with the officer or the other individual or whomever you've got the ultimate witness now the ultimate witness will only uh, testify to the reality not to your your little crazy story but uh, you can have that uh, testimony with just by you know, going over to dot net. They're on sale right now. They even take bitcoins. It's dot net.
0: All right. So uh, disturbing stories here about people being shot to death by the police who really should not have been shot to death, uh, at least from my perspective, but let's go to you and your thoughts here, Dallas listening in Texas. Uh, you're on free talk live.
4: You know, this is just, uh, another example of why in my mind, uh, just solidifies the illegitimacy of the state um i live near houston and this is the second example in probably the past 6 months where a uh, supposed ex- excess of force was used um, now I, I don't know the whole story of course and we probably never will know what happened
0: but, in your area was what, you said something happened in well, the houston no, area? I,
4: I actually i live uh East of Houston, no, there was another incident that happened with HPD, Houston Police Department, uh, probably six months ago, uh, about a teenager that was shot. Um, And it was not so much similar to this. I don't think the officers felt threatened, but there was some unanswered questions to us why they would use such force to stop a 17-year-old child
0: well you know. i don't think it's appropriate to call a seventeen year old a child uh, I mean that's a teenager children are uh you know they haven't gone through puberty yet, so it's not really accurate to uh, to call a seventeen year old a child i've seen some seventeen year olds that are much larger than I am right uh and they would you know they could be very intimidating that you doesn't
2: know, mean that the shooting was justified but no, it's certainly just, not a child right
4: well i tra- i i just mean as as far as a mental capacity goes i don't think that a seventeen year old i think that's also insulting. But oh, I get I get I'm what you're saying. I'm i insulting anyone. No, I, I mean, I, I but, just think uh,
0: that, uh, you know, teenagers probably have more mental capacity than uh, you'd like to give them credit for. Let him finish his yeah. story. Yeah, well,
4: I, I, would, I would definitely be willing to give them credit. Um, but, I mean, okay, so let's say a, a, a 14-year-old, you know, they don't, I don't believe that they would have the same mental capacity as a 20-year-old.
0: Okay. They certainly don't I mean, have the same I, life I'm not, experience. I'm not trying
4: to offend anyone. I'm just... I, I think that they saying,
0: don't have this, the same life experience. I think that's something that you can say accurately. Uh, but you know, age—I don't. Well, he has read a study
2: that. where it said that uh, the teenagers can make decisions as good as adults, and he hasn't <laughs> dropped it since. But
0: um, doesn't you know, age also
4: lend itself to wisdom?
2: I tend to think so. Experience? I think experience
0: uh, lends
2: itself to wisdom. I'm reasonably certain that everybody under the age of 34 is not an adult. <laughs>
4: well i i am oh, above that so I, I appreciate the compliment mark Alrighty. but uh, I, I just i i don't think that that uh that us not being allowed to use equal force in protection for ourselves is either fair either you know um the i guess the guy made a mistake by bringing a pin to a gunfight in in the first
1: place <laughs> yeah no doubt right he didn't
4: he didn't understand his enemy he didn't understand who he was going to be dealing with in the first place and you know, right or wrong. Um, I, well, who knows? I he might have been hallucinating
0: or something. I mean, who knows what I mean, he was going could through? Have been. He's at some it group home. They might have him dosed up on all kinds of uh, medication.
4: Very true. Very true. And they have a lot of uh, maybe a past history that, you know, post traumatic stress disorder. Who sure. knows? Maybe yeah. this guy was a vet, you know?
0: There's a good um, chance. I mean, he's missing an arm and a leg, perhaps. <laughs> no, he got hit by a train. Be- oh, really? <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. Did you tell? Did you mention that? Previously? No, I did
2: not.
5: <laughs> no, he no,
2: didn't. He got hit by a train. He was not a vet. <laughs> you got to be pretty drunk to get uh, you know arm and leg <laughs> taken off by a train. I'm just saying. <laughs> it could well, happen that he wasn't drunk, Texas- but you know maybe he was sleeping on a train. Here, here
4: in Texas, you know we're we're allowed to carry firearms in our vehicles and a, and and about our ourselves legally we are in new hampshire uh, as well without license um now we can't open carry and uh, we can't keep you know you can't have it concealed on your person without a license uh yeah. but it can be in your vehicle i mean you, you cannot open I,
0: carry or you can open carry
4: we cannot open carry in texas not a, not a short gun but now, now nemi you we, said we
0: that can you can open open have a gun in the car but you have to have a permit for that don't you not if it's unloaded not at, oh, not okay. if, in new in hampshire texas, sure. it can be
4: yeah. lo- in texas it can be loaded cocked and ready
0: oh yeah. yeah. cool
4: Um, But, I mean, as far as a long gun goes, as long as you're what the state says not presenting it in a menacing manner, you're allowed to carry a rifle down the street. Now, I don't want to test that theory, but... So,
2: wait,
0: um, you can't open you can,
2: carry on a even s- in sidearm? Even, even in California, um, in many yeah, places, you, you, most places in the United States, you can, I mean, how else would you carry a long gun? If you were doing some kind of hunting, <laughs> whether it's for varmints or that kind of thing, uh, you, you need a long gun. I mean, that's that's what, that's to, what you actually shoot But just to with.
0: clarify what you're saying, you cannot open <laughs> carry if it is on your hip, but you can walk around with a rifle? Yes. That's correct. Well, that makes not a bit of sense, but that's It makes a all the sense for in you. the world. No, it doesn't. It's open. I mean, that's brandishing. They could charge you with a brandishing uh, crime for that. Well,
4: then that's why I said I would prefer not to test that theory. But, um, I mean, I'm I'm a member of my local militia, and part of what we do to try and bring ourselves out into the light of the public so that there's no secrecy involved, there's nobody saying, oh, well, these guys are conspiring, blah, 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 is we try and get together as a group and and we go pick up trash. We Mm -hmm. try and... We try and we try and deliver food to you know underprivileged adults or families. Even we try to sponsor canned food drives, and I mean, cool. there's just a lot of things that we want to do. Uh, and one would be an open carry demonstration, but yep. we just haven't uh, we haven't found the support for that as of yet. You know, um, open carry trash pickup
1: for- seems to work very well in New Hampshire.
4: Well, it's and also that's legal. Exactly what I was trying to to bring up was you know. Uh, we need to notify the authorities that be that this is what we're going to be doing, not asking their permission, of course, mm-hmm. just letting them know that, hey, this is where we're going to be. This is what we're going to be doing. And, you know, you're what? probably going to get calls about it.
0: What's the what you know? is the charge if you uh, are open carrying? Is it a misdemeanor, a violation? An, a, well, an open carry sidearm sidearm. Yeah,
4: like a, uh,
0: uh, a it's it
4: hard to say. I mean, you know, if you don't get shot. Uh, <laughs> outside of death for just having it on your hip. I, I see mean, what you're you saying, if the
0: start cops don't roll up and blast you. <laughs> yep, it's, it's <laughs> sure. a reasonable concern, uh, and I thank you for the call, good Dallas. Luck. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. That just, One, blows my mind. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us uh, here on the air. Bring up whatever you want take control this is free talk live your thoughts on guns open carrying uh grandma getting shot to death by the police the double amputee it's free talk live
2: the three most important things you can do for free talk live are one share one episode a week on facebook or in some other social networking site two
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Soul free number 855-450-FREE. Still to come here tonight, the post office has a brilliant plan to raise more money. And we'll share it with you here in a moment. Uh, 855-450-FREE. But first, uh, since we're kind of on the theme of uh, bad cops or cops doing naughty things, uh, hurting people who probably didn't deserve to be uh, hurt or killed, uh, from a double amputee in a group home, uh, in a wheelchair, to an 83-year-old woman who was simply frightened of burglars. Uh, In fact, there's a little bit more on this, I think, that deserves to be said about the 83-year-old lady, but then you've got another story for us, Mark. Uh, This is from Virginia, Alta Vista. Her son, Carl, uh, excuse me, grandson, said, I heard something this morning on the news that something happened in Alta Vista, but I never thought it would be my grandmother, I mean, I thought it would be something to do with a drug-related problem or something in that nature, and then I get called at work that it's my grandmother, and I'm like, what? Because I can't believe it. And I'm sorry that he had to find that out, and that it's very sad. Shocking. uh, And shocking. But people need to come to the conclusion, to the understanding that this could be your grandmother, too, and this could be your mom, and this could be your sister, and this could be your daughter, and this could be anybody that you love or care about, uh, any friend of yours, any coworker. This can. Th- there's no reason why the police can't strike you tonight. Oh, but you say, I don't do drugs, so it's not a problem. I'm not a drug dealer, and uh, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter no. at all. They will come into your home if they believe that you are. Because someone might have told them, or maybe they got the wrong address, or whatever the story is,
2: transposed some numbers, made a clerical These error. These things happen. Well, with this woman, this wasn't a necessarily a drug war issue. No, it wasn't. She but called they them. Could,
0: the, it's drug. War, you know, the drug war is a good major reason why they are breaking into people's homes and, well, and shooting. People, likely,
2: if, if you want to dra- drag this back to the drug war, likely many burglaries out there are. Done by people who are trying to get drugs, and That's there true. would probably be fewer burglaries, and therefore this, this woman, woman
0: would not have been as frightened.
2: would Would probably you know not have dealt with the burglary in the past because maybe. she was
0: allegedly scared. It's a lot of
2: probabilities but I mean, she right. made a telephone call to the police, and you know they it's responded. True, Mark,
0: it's not just a. Pr- I, I would say it's it's very probable because if you talk to the police, any honest cop, if you can find one, will tell you you know there's honest cops. There are honest cops. I've met them before. Uh, you they will tell you that 85% of the burglary suspects that they arrest are drug addicts, that they were doing it to get money for the drugs that they're addicted to. So they'll tell you straight up, like these guys are out there doing these crimes to get the drugs. So they know that that's the truth. And so this old lady, she's frightened in her home. She believes that there's people outside that, you know, mean to do her harm or steal something. She calls the police. Now, There's dispute as to whether or not she actually spoke to the police. We don't Uh, know. We do know. One of the claims in the articles is that she hung up the phone after calling 911. And I'm not blaming her for what happened. I don't. Nobody knows what the real story is. No one was there to witness that we know of to see these cops blow this woman away as she was walking to her sister's house nearby. But that's what happened. They did blow her away. She is dead. And the sad part is people believe the police are there to help them. And I'm sorry. It's just not that way. Not today. Maybe it will be that way someday in the future when we've gotten rid of the war on drugs and the police aren't out there aggressing against peaceful people and they actually are really just you know, looking into uh, to real crimes. But as of today, uh, usually when you call the police, they're there to make an arrest. They're there to investigate a crime and find somebody to put in, uh, in handcuffs and put in a jail cell. And if they see anything that seems out of the ordinary, anything that spooks them allegedly, They will shoot to kill, and they'll just claim later on, as they did with this double amputee who was apparently coming at them with a pen, and they'll claim they were scared. I was scared for my life. I had to shoot. My partner was in danger. I thought he was in danger. It looked like a knife. So they come up with these stories and they all get justified after the fact. They get a, a, you know, paid vacation, they're back on duty after that and it's like nothing ever happened and the media of course doesn't hold them accountable for anything. So, you know, this news story came out, that's great, but there won't be follow up on this this piece. Well, you
2: know? you know, one thing it seems to me is is that you know, it just looks so bad to have an eighty-four-year-old woman shot, um, you know, by your police officers. I, sure. I you know, I, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I don't know what ha- these uh, officers saw. I don't know what they experienced. But, you know, because of because it's so difficult to deal with the police unions, a police chief can't say, "Look, I just don't want anybody who shot an eighty-four-year-old woman on the police force." I'm not saying you guys did it. I'm just, you know, sorry. That's it. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, maybe after police officers shoot people, they shouldn't be police officers anymore. I mean, how many how many times should somebody shoot somebody and have these things questioned? You
0: well, know, but I, that's why some of them join. I imagine is so they can shoot people. And I imagine some of those people have gotten they promoted should have joined the, the military There's, if that's what they wanted. Well, to do. Well, they were in the military previously. A lot of them.
1: True. Okay. I, I, what I'd like to speak to is Mark. What you were saying. I, I think that killing a person changes you. And I don't know if he is the same person, the person who shot um, the guy, the, the, um, double, the double amputee. Yeah. If he's the same person today that he was before he shot the first person, you know, I'm sure that that changes. It's a life altering experience not for that. a person. Brain, how, how you process things. And I wonder what role that played in this, where he's just like, oh, well, his life's in, you know, it was a very black and white thinking. Oh, his life's in danger. He's being threatened. He's not safe. So I'm going to kill him. Is that the new hardwired response to things? Once mm-hmm. you've done it, you don't look for the, oh my gosh, let me just tip his wheelchair over and we'll be out of or here and just leave him, with him the on taser. the floor. Right. You know, something.
0: And, and I really wonder if that... Or have your partner grab him from behind, who apparently his partner was not cornered, because you're talking about the amputee who allegedly cornered a cop in uh, this group, group home. Yep. And there was another officer there. It was the second officer, the one who was not cornered, who fired the shots. Yep, so right. the dude wasn't even going after the guy that fired the shots.
2: Uh, They're just not thinking. So he was in fear for his partner's life. Right.
0: They're just not thinking, or either they're not thinking about alternative options besides deadly force, or that's or they're trained that that is is the only
1: that's they're trained that, and and I'm sure Bradley can speak more to this, or that they know they
0: can get away with it. Right.
1: Or is it that he has some kind of
2: uh, you know weird flashback. I mean, we don't know. I mean, right. This guy had, had killed had killed before. Yeah.
1: Now, I've had dealings with, um, there's an officer here in town who has shot and killed someone in, in, yeah. in, in, in a life-threatening situation. This is the recent one? No, this is um, not the most recent okay. one. It's probably a year and a half ago. So it. It, it's not far from... It's the one that someone was being held hostage. hostage. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've had dealings with that officer both before and after. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'm sure there are so many different factors in play of how... It could affect his outlook, but he was certainly a different person. He was not nice to deal afterwards. with at all afterwards. Mm. Completely di- completely different interaction than I had had beforehand. Mm. And I don't know if that was the first person he had killed in his life or on this job or, or whatever, so. but I really wonder how it changes you and how it changes your ability to do the job. And I, I don't know. I, I don't, gosh, I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I shot someone mistakenly.
2: Yeah, it's it's got to be tough. And well, in in the, the it sounds like the story from the, this officer, the first one a couple of years ago, that it sounded legit as far as the the killing goes. But uh, this one of the amputee in the wheelchair, um, and then of course this totally separate story of the the eighty four year old woman. And these are. There, there's facts to the case that uh, leave, leave people wondering. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there are, obviously, I think you're right, uh, taking another human life, probably a very life-changing experience, mm-hmm. and obviously there are factors so, that surround that that might also affect how that changes your experience, like, you know, did you take the person's life because you had to, you are in a life-or-death situation, did you take that person's life because you're a, a sick Effer who just wants to hurt people and you're, you know, a psychopath. Uh, so, you know, there are different uh, factors that surround why one's one would take another person's life. But we're all speculating because, you know, we don't know. And maybe you do. Maybe you've been in, in a, one of these life or death situations and you were the person who walked away from it and you want to tell us about uh, what it is that changed, how mm-hmm. that changed you. You're welcome to share if you would like 855-450-FREE. That's toll free one 855 Four five zero three seven three three. But ultimately, Grandma made a mistake here, and uh, she didn't know it was a mistake. She called nine one one. She was scared. People have been told that you're supposed to call nine one one when you feel you you know that you're threatened, you're frightened, or whatever. And that was the mistake. You know, bringing the police onto the scene in the first place was. What ended up being, uh, you know, why there's, she
2: died. There's sometimes that bringing the police onto the scene is a good idea and sometimes it's not. I wouldn't know in that circumstance. I, you know, if I if I felt like there were armed people outside my house, I'd like to get the help that I can get as quickly as I can get it. And 9 one is an easy way to do that.
0: If it's going to help you, Um, you know, that's the that's the problem is presuming that the police are going to help you in that situation. They could very well show up and decide that you are the armed person that was supposedly outside of your house previously and take you out.
1: Or if they don't find anybody, they'll be interested in seeing what you've been up to on your property and your time and seeing as they're already there then they can just poke around you know and and see what's going on in plain sight you know
0: and of course all this would be different if uh, you know we didn't have this monopoly on police where if we actually had protection services that were under contract uh, with folks to show up at a certain you know within a certain time frame of being called you know they know who their customer is these sorts of things 855 450 free you're welcome to share your thoughts on taking a human life or police out of control, whatever's on your mind goes. Hour 2's next, 855-450-3733, free talk live. I've been told no in many different
5: ways.
6: I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Well, George,
1: you can go this way.
5: You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring Simon to the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, excuse whoa, 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 hey, whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Who do you think you're Excuse me. There is no
7: video or audio allowed in this room.
0: No, I have work today. This We're is you ain't
3: gonna make wait on accounts now. Wait a minute. Whoa! Hey! Oh my God! Unbelievable! Why? Because you're scared. Property. What am I being detained for? You'll be in terms. What is this? You'll be in terms.
5: What
7: is this?
0: have a funny way of telling people no.
3: That's the sound of the men working on the
0: chain. Derek J.'s Victimless Crime Spree. Available now free in HD. See it now at victimlesscrimesfree.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Toll free, 855 free. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Just head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we give to you. Once again, freetalklive.com with you in the studio tonight. It's Ian. Nemi. And Mark, Uh, so we were talking a lot about the police and how uh, specifically they've been continuing this trend of abusing people and hurting people that uh, probably shouldn't have been hurt or killed. In this, uh, in the cases we were discussing, an amputee, a double amputee, missing an arm and a leg, uh, killed by the police in a group home for allegedly coming at them in his wheelchair with with a knife, uh, which turned out to be a pen. And another lady, uh, 83 years old, in uh, Virginia, shot to death by the police as she was attempting to leave her home to go and uh, visit her, uh, her what sister. What's a visit? She was, Escape? She was es- frightened. She, she was in her home. She thought that uh, there were criminals outside. She called the police and then ended up being killed by the very police who responded to the phone call. So those two stories. And then, Mark, you had a third for a
2: triumvirate tonight. Right. <laughs> I'd hate to think of it that way, but uh, that it, it's the third. So this is from ABC's ABC News, and it's written by Vicky Brown. sixty A sixty one year old man was shot to death by police while his wife was handcuffed in another room during a drug raid on the wrong house. Oh boy. Police admitted their mistake, saying faulty information from a drug informant contributed to the death of John Adams Wednesday night. They intended to raid the home next door.
0: Uh, What contributed to his death was the fact that the police do this stuff in the first place.
2: Well, first off, if there was no war on drugs, they would not need to do raids. They are, what, 40,000 right. raids every year in the United States. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And these 40, th- you know, that's just for the war on drugs. I don't know yep. how many raids go on for murderers, bank robbers, and those no, kind of things. I
0: believe that 40,000 is all raids combined. Is it? So it's probably like 39,500 drug raids. And You an think another... there are
2: 500 raids I'm on give, houses? I'm
0: being liberal with okay. my estimate. There.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know how many raids there are for people that uh, aren't uh, doing you know it's let's not say 39,900 okay i don't know how many I, I couldn't i couldn't know i couldn't know but the fact is is that the vast majority of raids are for the war on drugs and if the war on drugs wasn't going on these people wouldn't have had their house raided wrongly and john adams wouldn't be dead for protect trying to protect his house yep
0: and he was in the 60s is that right
2: 61 mm-hmm. um it says here that the two officers that could be my dad Yep. Two officers, uh, 25 and 24, were placed on administrative leave with pay. Sweet. They um, need to get Cha-ching. rid of those men with boys with toys, says Adam's 70 year old widow, Lorraine. Aww. She was robbing the cradle. <laughs> uh, John was uh, watching TV when his wife uh, heard pounding on the door. Oh, police man. claimed they identified themselves and wore police jackets. Well, Lorraine that makes Adams said, okay. Lorraine Adams said that she 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 had no idea, uh, said, she had no identification ad- indication excuse me the men were uh, police
0: any any fool can go online and purchase police
2: garb you can go and buy a you police jacket most, yeah there's lots of stores where you can do this yep. too and this is done this is not Unheard Buy of. criminals. Yeah. In the criminal community to go out and, and, and not even close to unheard of. If you need to do a drug raid, if you, excuse me, if you need to do a home invasion, which usually is for drugs, yep. you want to go in in a way that is go- less likely to get, you're less likely to get shot. People are less likely to, to shoot cops because, well, it's, you got a whole world of hurt coming to you if you shoot a police officer. It makes criminals and anybody with a gun stop. That makes them pause. So. Sure. This uh, John fella, even if they did say police and they were wearing police garb, they're coming into his house, they're busting into his door with no war, you know, like nothing. Why why are these people coming in? And so I wouldn't doubt for a second that you'll hold a gun on them and make them identify who they are. You you need to tell me who you are, why you have my wife handcuffed. Give me an explanation. You're dead by that point. You pull a gun on the cops.
0: They're not going to be answering anything.
2: That's right. They're going to answer yeah. you with some lead. So uh, the the woman said she thought I was a home invasion. Said I thought it was a home invasion. I said, "Baby, get your gun." And she said uh, that she was sitting with friends and relatives gathered at the home uh, to cook for to Jeez. prepare for Sunday's funeral. Oh no! Yep, was a, there was a funeral. Now there's two. Oh my gosh. Police say her husband fired first with a, shot, a sawed-off shotgun, and they responded. Uh, I can't imagine firing first in a home like that with people in it, but, you know, with a sawed-off shotgun, maybe it happened. I, I, you know, he was just shooting at the door, and there was no one there except for the cops. I, I don't know what happened, but uh, he was uh, shot and killed. Lorraine Adams was oh, handcuffed gosh. and thrown to her knees in the other room when the shooting began. Oh, my God. Said as She was saying, I, I, I was saying, y'all have the wrong person. You've got the wrong place. What are you looking for? He did the best, uh, according to the police chief, we did the best. Bam,
0: we're looking for a plant.
2: (laughs) We did the best surveillance we could. What? And a mistake was made. Oh,
0: my God. The best surveillance they could.
2: Yeah. A mistake was made. Now, by the way, this is a technique for diverting guilt. These young men, these police officers made a mistake. Yeah. And their supervisor made a mistake. Yeah. And everybody who's involved made a mistake. The judge who gave the warrant made a mistake. Everybody made a mistake. Wherever the mistake was made, it was made. But they say the mistake was made rather than pointing the finger at who did it.
0: uh, They did their investigation. I mean, what more can you ask of them? I mean, they sat outside of that house and uh, watched it for an hour. Uh, There were people showing up. You know, it looked like a drug house. It looked like they might have been showing up for a crack party, uh, people rolling what up all day. What
2: indication do we have that they sat outside?
1: They rolled out to go to church on a Sunday, and clearly they were going to do a drug deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was, uh, you know, people were coming over for a funeral. Well, you know, they were yeah. getting ready for a funeral.
2: If they sat and watched this house for any length of time, they probably would have found that it was not the. House that's what they were I'm saying. I, I
0: find it's absolutely unbelievable that they did any level of surveillance on this place. Le- why, why would they want to do surveillance? They had an informant tell them what they thought was uh, the truth. So that's just what they do, you know. An informant snitches says,
1: always tell the truth, right? An
0: informant <laughs> says, "Go." The cops arm up and they go because there's no consequence for them getting it wrong. Oh, so
1: l- so does here's the question I have. Does this informant uh, – what is the penalty for the informant for giving the false information? And what is the penalty for the people who – the judge who signed the order? Nothing. or, or the-
2: Legit information, supposedly. It was the wrong address. Oops. So it, it sounds like the police officers uh, from this story here, they just picked the – they, you know, had the wrong address, went to the wrong address, yep. and that was it. Did they follow up by going to the correct address? Uh, well, at that point, they had a dead body in their hands. They probably did not. Yep. So – the police chief says that it was a very s- severe mistake. Oh, good. Yeah, somebody's jumping in here and sh- uh, show me a video. Okay, um, so it was a very severe mistake and c- costly, and it uh, makes makes us look bad at our pol- uh, makes us look at our policing policies and procedures to make sure that this never occurs again.
0: Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll just review the policies.
2: He said. However, the p- two policemen were not at fault. <laughs> the no. two policemen were not at fault. So that's the idea. Wow. Yeah. So, um, legal, legal They're claiming this is a major setback for police relations with the black community. Um, in this yeah, circumstance, I yeah, bet yeah, it it's, is.
0: It's a, it <laughs> should be a setback for anybody.
2: Gosh. And supposedly, information's been turned over to the investigative unit and the uh, the Bureau of Investigations. Hey, and the district, look! If you uh, want uh, to be able
0: to go down to a neighborhood, wherever it is, and talk to people and get them to help you with things, stop killing their brothers and sisters. That's all you have to do. Stop, stop taking them and putting them in cages. Stop taking your uh, people's loved ones and putting them in cages. And then maybe somebody uh, is going to want to help you, because the people in the hood they know not to talk to the cops. Yeah. they've learned the hard way, and now other people are starting to learn it. Now they're lashing out uh, beyond uh, you know those neighborhoods. They're going after 83 year old women and people in group homes as well. So you know they're they're not discriminatory in, in who they'll kill these days. And people need to learn their lesson about the police. Try your best to avoid ever calling them. Unless you absolutely have to for some reason. Well, in this circumstance, do, they weren't called. Not, yeah. Do your best to avoid calling these people. I'm just giving general advice about the police. If they come to your door, you do not have to answer the door. Now, I'm not a lawyer. This isn't legal advice. This is my understanding. You have no obligation to answer the door. I know. They do it in all the movies. On all the TV shows, everybody always goes to the door when the cops ring the doorbell, but that's not real life. You don't have to. And uh, let's see. So, don't answer the door for the police. Try not to call the police, and don't, don't answer talk questions to the police. Right. Oh, don't answer their questions. Worst thing you can do. If they're asking you questions, you're under. You're likely under investigation for something, and you cannot help yourself by answering their questions. And it's only going to
1: get worse when you don't answer their questions. You think it's going to get worse no. when you don't answer their questions?
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, I want you to tell me what you mean by that here in a moment, sure because can. I think it can get worse when you do answer their questions. No, They'll you for yep. something. Yep, absolutely. Uh, 855-450-FREE, the toll-free number. You can take control here. Free Talk Live, your experience.
2: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be
3: heard. Freekeen.com.
0: You can dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves here. The number is 855 450 free. It's the SACL CAI toll free line, and you can join us online. Over at freetalklive.com, we've got the Shrine of Female listeners there with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of the program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details there on the Shrine page as to how you can become a part of it.
2: Our phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. It's a company that handles accounts receivable. Uh, the one th- principal over there, actually both the principals over there at uh, SACL CAI, big supporters of liberty. Jason Osborne um, is the, the son, the father, Mike Osborne. Uh, they both have decided to sponsor Free Talk Live in order to uh, help bring liberty to the world. And if you have a business that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI can do that for you. You can go see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. You'll get all the pertinent information from their website. It's SACLCAI. All
0: right, so uh, we'll continue here with your phone calls, but I wanted to get you to clarify what you'd said previously, Nemi. Right before we went to break, we were talking about the police and how uh, folks really should learn, in my opinion, to try to avoid talking to the police. Absolutely. Uh, and, well, then maybe I misunderstood you. It sounded like you said it'll get worse if you don't answer their questions, and I was advocating people not answering their I questions.
1: I absolutely advocate that people not ask questions. Just be ready for the cops not to walk away, is, is my, my point, is because cops don't like it when you don't cooperate.
0: That's That much is true. You're right. Things could. There is the possibility that uh, a cop could try to escalate a situation Certainly. Or, or come up with something else to, to go after you with, but there are more examples uh, of people who innocently are answering questions because they're of the mindset that. Well, cops law, are good. I'm a law-abiding law- citizen. That's and right. The cops are here to help. And I so have I'm nothing to gonna hide. My que- He's just going to answer whatever he asks That's me. That's right. And then uh, all of a sudden, whoops! You got charged with a misdemeanor for you know not uh, getting a driver's license within a 10-day window or changing your address but not notifying the DMV nope. or something. just something that seemed like an innocent answer to an in- like an informational answer to a question right. uh, or like a routine sounding question. Well, yeah, it is a routine sounding question because it's routine that they get people to answer them and then charge them with crimes, uh, so-called crimes, of course. They don't have a victim, but these crimes against the state uh, because they've answered them incorrectly.
2: So I think um, many attorneys, if not most attorneys, will advise you not to talk to the police if the police are asking you questions. Mm -hmm. If the police are looking for some armed bandito that's running about your neighborhood and you don't know anything about the armed bandito, you have nothing to – no information to give them. So there's nothing to answer anyway. If you – so so at that point, there's no benefit in talking to them. If you do know about the armed bandito, maybe you should consider talking to the police or you know, pointing in the general direction of the bandito or something like that. Now, I'm uh, going to deviate from your opinion here. I think that if there's a circumstance where you need police at your home, you call the police and then understand that people who are armed – who have little culpability generally for using those uh, arms in defense of themselves, whatever they may call defense, are coming to your house and that you need to, oh, I don't know, not run around the dark with a gun in the backyard yep. or things like that.
0: Behave as you would expect, you know, like you're dealing with dangerous people. Because
2: there are times when uh, the the police are the best, you know, the best option that you've got. Now, I'm not saying that you don't think you need some sort of protection in your home, but, you know, an an eighty three year old woman with a handgun may not be the you know may not be able to protect herself as well as uh, just having the police on board. So I'm of the opinion that if you call the police. You should talk to the police, but be prepared that there are armed individuals coming to your home that That's are true. I you didn't. Know, uh, you're right. Scared of the situation, and I
0: didn't address that. You know, question of whether or not you called them. My suggestion was you try not to call them previously, but if you did call them, well, yeah, it makes sense that you should probably talk to them. But <laughs> I'll with look the, at you a little weird. With the awareness that uh, they will be conducting an investigation and you will be a suspect, uh, so you know, keep that in mind and keep your answers, you know, minimal and Am don't I volunteer free to go? information that. Uh, you know, could possibly, that's a good one too. Well, that's, a, you know, one of those situations if they stop you on the street or if they stop you in a car uh, that, uh, yeah, that's a yeah. good question to ask. Am I being, am I being detained? Am I free to go? Two critical questions to remember. Yeah. You don't have to remember a whole encyclopedia of uh, of topics uh, to, you know, to ask the, the and police questions. if they show questions. up at your house, do you have a warrant? I don't know if I would go that far. I don't know if I would want to even, if they have a warrant, they're going to come in. Yep. And uh, so i I feel like it's usually a bad idea to answer the door for the police.
1: Well, I agree. I've been caught outside, unfortunately, uh, not caught doing anything wrong. Yeah. Just no, have somebody roll up yeah. and, and be like, oh, did
0: you see, or I'm here for so-and-so. Do you have a warrant? When the Liquor Commission showed up uh, at the Keene Activity Center, I was walking uh, over to the Keene Activity Center at that yeah. time. They rolled up, walked up on the porch, and uh, looked at me, and I looked back at them, and he said something about, I said, I don't remember what I said to them, but uh, he said something about, "Do you know where Ian so and so is?" And I said, "Well, I don't talk to strangers." And I turned around and, and walked in, and you know that might have even been too much to say, but because uh,
1: you do talk to strangers all the time—not <laughs> those strangers, right?
0: not ones that look strange—and <laughs> uh, so that was my solution: just walk in, close the door, lock no. it behind me. No, and they didn't get to serve me with their papers. They wanted to serve me at that time because they didn't know who I was. And I wasn't going to tell them.
2: No, no they, they really haven't done much police work if they didn't know who you are. I mean, no, like, clearly you're not. You're not some kind of.
0: They had video of me too. Is why they came after me. It was because when I was uh, when I it's was a the the, choir choir. Yeah, it? we were singing yeah. at the the state liquor store, so they know who I am from the video. But they were probably just given some assignment
2: to come and uh, you know deliver paperwork. They probably weren't the investigators. I don't know. Or they uh you know just or they just expected you to say I'm Ian and then they'd get you with That's the That's usually how it works. Yeah. Most people will volunteer information like that. You shouldn't.
0: Jeremy's on the line listening in Rhode Island. You're on Free Talk Live, Jeremy. Hi. Hey Jeremy. Um you
8: if I can go back on hold?
0: You want to go back on hold? It, yeah.
8: Oh okay. if there's
5: someone
0: else there. That- Hang on, eight five five four fifty free. That's the sacl CAI toll free line. Now I don't know what his reasoning for that is. Great you, music. It, well, you know you'll you'll hear the show. I understand. On, I was on making hold. a joke. Uh, but uh, you know, some people will call in from time to time and they'll want to be put on hold so they can listen to the show. Hey, we've got a phone number that's just for that. I don't know if that's why Jeremy wanted to do it, but uh, it's an opportunity to, to plug the phone number. Right. Uh, there, there's We have the listen lines. So. If you call in our regular call-in number and ask to be put on hold, that's not going to cut it because those are lines that are for people that actually want to talk on the radio. But if you just want to listen to the show, uh, you can call anytime, 760-569-7752. That's 760 569-7752. And
2: that was really great for the people that had pencils and were ready to write down a telephone number if you gave it to them, but where would they find that number?
0: That's what I was about to say is you could go to listen.freetalklive.com and you'll find the listen line phone number on there. So that's listen And that you can call it around the clock. So anytime you want to hear Free Talk Live, if you're perhaps you you know, you you've got a cell phone but you don't have a data connection or you don't have a smartphone in the first place, you can still listen to the show over your phone line, as long as you, you know, you're aware of what your long-distance plan is. And, of course, most people with cell phones probably aren't paying for long-distance if it's the nighttime. So, there you go. Round the clock. Uh, you can call us there. 855 free is our toll-free number. That allows you to take control of the airwaves. And so, was there anything uh, more, Mark, that uh, we needed to say about this man who was shot to death in his own home
2: by the police? That's really it. I mean, the the story goes on to basically say that, um, that, that you know there's there may be tensions in the black community um, in this area because of that. Uh, it's Tennessee Bureau of Investigations. It's um,
0: horrifying what happened uh, to that gentleman and the other folks as well. And. Ending the war on drugs would go a long way to stopping a lot of the violence that we see out there, not just from the police, but also the burglaries that like this old lady was afraid of, the 83-year-old woman that was shot to death by the police previously. And Guatemala's president has come out and has advocated international legalization of drugs. 855 He's got the right idea. We'll tell you more coming up. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll free. 855-453. The SACL CAI toll free line. one 450 3733 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we give to you there. Archives that go way back, all the way back to 2006. You can just click and download and they're yours We've got the last seven days' worth of the show conveniently located at the top of the website, and then the rest of those archives, uh, you can find them on the SoundCloud page. You look on the left-hand side of freetalklive.com under the Listen and Share link, or the Listen and Share section, and you'll find our link to SoundCloud there. You click into that, and then you can just... Scroll through as many episodes as you'd like, including Edgington Post uh, episodes, which is Mark's interview series that he's been doing for now a couple of years. And uh, a lot of those episodes are up there. Every one that you do fresh, you post there uh, whenever you do it. That's right. I talked to the
2: Tax Foundation about the marriage penalty yesterday, and you can go get that uh, episode there. What is it? Soundcloud.freetalklive.com?
0: Nope. Nope. Uh, But we could probably put that together. Okay. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, Mark. But, yeah, right now you just have to go to freetalklive.com and look on the left-hand side and click uh, the SoundCloud link.
2: I want to tell you about a a great new Bitcoin website. It's called blockchain.info. And blockchain.info is an online Bitcoin wallet. They also have apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones. They've got uh, fancy encryption techniques where they never have access to your money. In fact, they don't know how much money you're sending or receiving at blockchain.info. Uh, of the bitcoins and with blockchain.info's wallet you can even send bitcoins via email or your facebook friends or anyone's cell phone number in just about any country in the world and so they don't need to have a bitcoin wallet in order to receive money this is a this is really it's 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 amazing and that and all this they offer for free you can get your free bitcoin wallet today at blockchain.info
0: um you know mark i don't know if you saw this post i think it was twitter uh somebody said that they've got a non-jailbroken iPhone and they do have the blockchain.info app. So we had been saying that the blockchain.info app was available for Android and jailbroken iPhones. This guy says he's got a non-jailbroken iPhone, just a regular iPhone, an iPhone 4, he says, and they've got the app in the App Store. Sweet. So maybe uh, you know, maybe when that copy was written, like it hadn't been approved yet or something like that, and then it got approved. It wasn't written too long ago, actually, I'll tell yeah, you. I know, that's why. Anyway, that's just what he says. I, I believe him. I'd,
2: <laughs> why would he lie i
0: put that out there so for those of you with iphones you go into your app store whatever they call it with apple and uh check for blockchain.info and see if you can download it 855-450-FREE that's the sacle cai toll free line uh we're going to continue here of course you can bring up whatever's on your mind the guatemalan president has come out uh recently and advocated the international legalization of drugs According to azcentral.com, even as he's moving to fight narcotics cartels with the biggest military buildup in the Central American country since its long and bloody civil war. There's no contradiction, the president said in an interview with the Associated Press on Tuesday, a day before he plans to address the U.N. General Assembly. He says we can't take unilateral action. It will be gradual, referring to his push for legalization. Meanwhile, while we're taking these steps, we're not going to let Guatemala become an open corridor for tracking and consuming drugs. I would say that's a little contradictory. I think that uh, that is contradictory. But, you know, at least he's saying one, one thing. He's saying one thing and doing another. But, uh, you know, he's saying it, so that helps.
2: It's well, if it's, if it's legalized, you know, if you're in Guatemala and you legalize drugs, it's not like it's going to be, you know, all roses and, dandel- and, and, and uh, daffodils at that point. I mean, nope. there's going to be people moving large quantities of drugs through your country, sure. and they're going to want to protect those. Those drugs are going to be valuable. People are going to want to rob those people. So you need to, you know, while doing one thing, you need to uh, you know, advocate. No, you, you need don't. to protect yourself.
0: Well, but the— the drug dealers can protect themselves just fine. You don't need to have the police around doing drug raids and, uh, you know, offering their protection. We've seen what happens when the police come to protect you. They protect you to death. Uh, but per, uh, Perez Molina said he may be the first head of state to propose legalizing drugs before the General Assembly. But the Organization of American States is already studying the idea with a report due in a year. He said with cocaine and heroin, for example, they're substances that are damaging and addictive We would have to regulate the procedures for selling them, prescription, or series of things that would come out of the discussion. The legalization proposal came just a month after the retired general took office in January with promises of an iron fist against crime and provoked strong criticism from the United States as well as intense discussion within Guatemala. The president said the traditional war on drugs has failed over the past half century. That's right about and that. And that the United States' inability to deal with its drug consumption problem left Central America with no option but to promote legalizing drugs in some way.
1: Can I interject here sure. for a minute? So with cocaine and heroin, for example, they're substances that are damaging and addictive. We would have to regulate the procedures for selling them, a prescription or series of things that would come out of the discussion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here in the States, right, you need to get a prescription for morphine. Or and cocaine. There's actually, as I understand there's, or, exists. there's still, there's still people who are addicted to these things, right? They're, so that has not ended the drug war.
0: It hasn't. Um,
1: Regulating is not is not helping here. You're
0: absolutely right, but the government people don't consider decriminalization as an option. They want control. I mean, that's what they're about. They love to. Government bureaucrats love to be in control of you. And that 's why a lot of police officers will give you petty orders like tell you to stand over somewhere or government bureaucrats in general will get tell, back in the car they 'll try to do these things, and uh, it 's just because they want to exert control and so the government you know the government guys they know that they don't have control over the drugs, obviously, but they like the idea of controlling the drugs, and actually legalization would give them a greater amount of control, and that means they make more you know they 'll be able to make money uh, off of it as well. And so I would love to have politicians come out and advocate full decriminalization and get the hell out of it and leave the market to decide how to distribute these products. Mm-hmm. But that's just not going to happen. And you're right, though, Nemi. The fact that these other pills are prescription medications means they're not available on the free market. They're available in a regulated marketplace that is heavily regulated. Well, and It's uh,
1: ridiculous you, to get Sudafed, for Pete's sake. Just so You have a sinus yeah. infection or a cold. You have to go show your ID. Right. Fill out a form. Because you might cook some meth with those eight That's pills you're about to buy. It
2: sounds like what he's suggesting, though, is that uh, doctors be able to prescribe heroin to people who need it to treat their addiction. And in, in in that world, you you don't currently have that in the United States. A doctor cannot prescribe heroin to, for to treatment. Or marijuana
0: heroin. in most places. They can't prescribe that either. So... So it's the step in the right direction. It's just uh, too many steps in the wrong direction. It's another step in the wrong direction. It's, It's better to have a regulated drug market than an illegal drug market. Simply because there's not as much violence associated with that. You don't have the you know the sales reps from Pfizer and Merck uh, duking it out in the streets. Uh, you don't have you know gun battles and uh, you know, fire bombings going on with uh, with the you know the private market uh, vendors of uh, of pills. That just doesn't happen. So it does lessen the violence associated. It does uh, reduce crime. If certainly you doesn't do have reduce.
1: It certainly does not reduce the black market. It, mean, it does
0: not reduce the the demand. Yeah, that's for sure. Nope. But, you know, kudos to this guy for coming out as uh as the president of a, of uh, one of these countries and and speaking out. He at
2: least sees a problem.
0: Yeah, and he's talking about a solution that could absolutely assist uh with uh, with lessening this problem. Perez says he plans to increase the national police by 10,000, uh, allowing the military to focus on securing the borders and fighting drug trafficking. He added that narcotics trafficking is of great concern in the region. It's who's going to invade Guatemala. Well, according to this story here, it looks like uh, drug cartels already have overrun parts of Guatemala.
2: Allegedly, I guess drug cartels are going to invade Guatemala. Yeah. Okay,
0: so that's the that's the claim. He has approved the creation of two military bases and the upgrading of a third to add as many as twenty five hundred soldiers, and signed a treaty to allow a team of two hundred marines to patrol Guatemala's that's U.S. Marines, Guatemala's western coast to catch drug shipments. So he seems like a confused man. You uh, you know, if you want to legalize drugs, they're going to have to get in your country somehow. And they will come in. I mean, you can tighten up the borders as much as you want, put all the troops along the border that you want to, and it's only a matter of time before the, and it, it won't be long, uh, it's only a matter of time before the drug cartels manage to either bribe their way in or like, smuggle it in, or well, no, no, no. You, I mean, if there's enough, if there's enough uh, troops, it'll make smuggling very difficult. You have to bribe, typically, to get them to look the other direction uh, on certain shipments. And that way you don't have the chance of, uh, of getting caught. The United but
2: States is full of drugs. And in has addition- plenty of military and border yeah. agents and all that stuff.
0: In addition to uh, bribery, there's also threatening the families of the men. So if they don't respond to you know the nice way about it, uh, they can always Care get nasty. Stick. 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Either way, drugs are going to come in. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free at 855 free the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. And, hey, if you like the show, you can shop with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find links there to Amazon. We've got Amazon for the U.S., U.K., and Canada. So you click into the right Amazon for you and then just get whatever it is you're looking for. And there are dozens of categories, so many products from which to choose, free super saver shipping on a whole bunch of their items. And you can feel good because not only are you getting a great deal, it's Amazon, but you're also helping Free Talk Live directly. So this is one of the best ways for you to help Free Talk Live out is just by getting your regular shopping done. Because Amazon cuts us a percentage of the sale whenever you go through shop.freetalklive.com. So just start your shopping experience there online at shop.freetalklive.com. As we go to the phones and to your thoughts about whatever's on your mind, Corey is on the line listening in Texas. Corey, you're on Free Talk Live
7: Hey, guys, how's it going? I just wanted to say I appreciate y'all giving an alternative source of media. Welcome, uh, sir. This is awesome stuff.
0: Well, I appreciate uh, you participating and also all of the great radio stations and XM that have come on board and our internet affiliates because we'd be nothing without all of the, the folks that were out there supporting the show. So it's not just us. There's a lot of great people that are involved that uh, you know, they don't get the credit uh, that they deserve because it would take a long time to read the 100 uh, or so program directors' names and all the engineers and folks that are you know behind making this, uh, this whole project work.
7: I appreciate it, guys, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to the Free State Project. I'm, I'm from Dallas, Texas. I've been here my whole life, but uh, I will be up there in New Hampshire in the spring of 2013. Wow. And I'm um, going to dive headfirst in and get active. Uh, That's
0: exciting. Now, dollars. have you ever done active uh, activities, stuff act- activisms before in Texas?
7: Oh, yeah, actually. Ron Paul is the person empathy. And as soon as I woke up, I dove in head first. I started hitting the door-to-door. I actually ran for a a political and then lost by 17 votes. Oh, wow. Some some neocon rhino that's been in her spot for 10 years. So that was kind of cool. I let her know that, you know, people are looking and and watching out, and uh, and the liberty movement's coming.
0: Outstanding. I'm always excited to hear about anybody that's going to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project to uh, to get active for more liberty, especially people that actually have some activism uh, cred underneath their belt when they get here. Not that I, you know, am, am not excited by people that don't, haven't, uh, but it's always nice when he people... He must
2: have cred if he came that close to taking an incumbent out. Right.
0: Uh, anybody that's actually done some activism previously is, uh, is extra valuable because, you know, those are the people that are more likely to be the leaders. They're the people that uh, are more likely to be the the instigators the people that are going to start activism here because some people will move to New Hampshire as part of the free state project and they've never done they've never once done any activism beyond you know voting and you know maybe holding a sign for somebody at at some point uh and-
7: they want to do but
0: i'm, well, I'm, I'm yeah and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that i mean i think that it's i think it's a smart thing to keep your head under the waves <laughs> until you get to new hampshire and then you can take you know the extra risk of, uh, of being an activist and you know by the way uh being in politics is risky for anybody that thinks that they're safe just because they're doing politics oh well, it's not civil disobedience so i'll be fine well as soon as you start to actually threaten Status quo from a political sense, uh, you will be you know likely targeted for uh, for some sort of retaliation or, or retribution. We've seen that happen so many times. I already was. I what already happened? Was.
8: I
7: really, well, um, I was writing some stuff on the Daily Poll, um, trying to get some donations and stuff um, from liberty-minded people like myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I had a spy, um, which probably was my incumbent, and um, I said some things um, about some of the one of the persons that she's supporting. And um, anyways, they tried to file a a lawsuit against me, and basically I I stood behind the Constitution and and my freedom of speech and finally left me alone. But they were trying to take
1: me to court. Your opponent filed a lawsuit against you? Slander or defamation? It
0: was for slander. 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 Now, technically, when you write something down, isn't that libel as opposed to slander? Uh,
7: I'm not too sure we didn't get i was just talking to his lawyer on the phone and stuff and i basically told them that they're not going to get anywhere with me i'm i'm going to ignore everything that they do even if the constable comes to my house and serves me papers which he did and i ignored it and um, really? i haven't heard a thing in about two months
0: so you well so did he successfully serve you or you didn't get the papers
7: no i got the papers and then i and then i called his lawyer i talked to his lawyer and i basically let him know that uh You know, I stand behind the Constitution and freedom of speech. And uh, if they want to take it any
5: further, then so be it. So you Uh, haven't
0: seen a court date yet, then, is what you're saying? Okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, a lot of these attorneys will just bluff you, they'll try to intimidate you because, you know, they're scary and they know what they're doing. Send a
2: letter. Yeah,
0: Yeah. It usually works. I mean, so normally they just have uh, to send a threatening letter and then people will change their behavior. So good for you for making a stand and uh, standing up for what you believe in. Looking forward to seeing you in New Hampshire. Any ideas where you're thinking about moving?
7: uh, I am not too sure. Um, It's kind of up in the air. Uh, I'm going to be transferring jobs. So uh, I'm a bartender certified trainer at Olive Garden here in uh, the Texas area. So I'll be going to Olive Garden somewhere, uh, either Keene, Manchester, Concord, or the – all good oh, wait, options. options. All good wait, options. When you get
1: here, just one thing. You've got to pronounce it conquered. Yeah, conquered. Conquered. Uh, it is not Concord. <laughs> it is not the plane. It is like the word conquered. You it. conquered someone in battle. That is how you pronounce it when you get here. There's your lesson from the native for the day. The Yankees
2: We're really, hungry. you know, they, they kind of get all ruffled up when they... Uh, <laughs> it's different when, here. When you, when, you, when you don't mispronounce the names of their towns now, the way no, they mispronounce it's nice. Worcester. It Worcester.
1: <laughs> what, exactly. Exactly. It's spelled, it's spelled W-O-R, W-O-R, it's W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R. C-E-S-T-E-R. It's
2: Worcester to anybody who can speak English, and um, we
1: speak English just fine up here. Thanks,
0: Worcester. I would think Wor- Worcester,
1: Worcester. No, Worcester. No, is what I've heard. Yeah, C- Worcester. yeah,
0: Worcester. W O R C E S T E R. It could be Worcester, but, it's but there's no H in there. Worcester. There isn't. No. There's no
1: H. Yeah, so it's not Warchester. It's a
0: confusing. Conf- it's the worst. I think it's the worst of the, all the. The city names up here, in yeah, but
1: nothing makes you stick out like a sore thumb by mispronouncing <laughs> the local names. Here is what half
2: of the people in New Hampshire are not native. More than they half. Don't, they don't pronounce the names of the towns correctly either. I mean, if you spend your time trying to co- correct people with the mispronunciations of the towns, you'll be correcting all kinds of people. Though that's hey, why
1: you just laugh at them, Corey, which is why I'm trying to spare you. Uh, <laughs> <I'm trying laughs> thank you for that. You.
0: I appreciate it. It's okay. also Lebanon instead of Lebanon. Le-
1: it's not Lebanon. Right. It's Lebanon.
0: Right. And it's, it's Berlin instead of Berlin. 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 Right. Right. That's uh, so there are three of the big ones up here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so here's what I'd recommend uh, if you're not sure where you're going in New Hampshire there's uh, you know research that uh, you can do and there's a great forum over at the Shire society website forum perfect I'm on it. so forum.shiresociety.com is where folks can go uh, there are there are different regional sections there where you can reach out and ask questions of uh, people that live in those areas and uh, so thanks for the call tonight Corey I appreciate it and, Great. See you next year. Eight five five four fifty free. It's it's great. I mean, lots of people are going to move. Twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. A uh, number of folks coming after college. People are packing up their families and their businesses, and this is happening. I mean, the Free State Project is a real movement that actually has a foothold here in New Hampshire. Even the political candidates uh, can't avoid addressing it. Apparently, there's was it Custer? Was it Custer that said uh, there's there's some congressional candidate here. Uh, who recently spoke out against the Free State Project, saying that if you guys don't want government, then you shouldn't drive on the roads or something like that? Oh,
1: wow. I would love to know, know who this? that is. No. Yeah. No. Can we find out about that and talk about it in the next hour, please? I,
0: it may be. I mean, we'll talk about whatever you want. At eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. So, um, you know, people know the Free State, like the people within the system, they know the Free State Project is here. A lot of the regular folks don't. They don't have any idea because they're not, you know, active, they're not paying attention to uh, the world around them. So there's still a number
2: of people that do I wouldn't know. show up here with a Free State Project t-shirt on saying, I'm here to save you people yeah, from government. No, not a good approach. Um, I, no. I think that that's, you know, at this point, the Free State Project largely is to some people's mind, many people's minds, a group of interlopers. And you know, no one wants to be considered an interloper. So, you know, the best thing to do is to come get involved in your community uh, you know, provide more than you take uh, from the community, and and then you know, talk about your ideas.
0: That's uh, that's always a good idea. Although there's no reason why you shouldn't get involved in the political scene right away. Sure. I mean, you can st- show up at state house testimony and testify, and they're not going to ask you if you're a Free State Project member or anything like that. No,
2: there's nothing wrong with uh, doing so. you know, seeing testimony and that sort of thing. But many um, many of the political positions you have to have been in the state for a period of time for.
0: Uh, yeah, to, to win a political office, sure. State rep, you have to be here two years. Let's go to Tom, listening in Detroit. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: Hey, guys. Good to talk to you again. Hey, go
4: uh,
0: ahead.
8: Just wanted, to, just wanted to bring up a quick minute. I just want to take a second of your time because I know there's a lot of people that want to talk. You, just got, you guys just made a mention of the term decriminalization, and I recently was have become aware of what decriminalization means. It does not mean legalize. Nope. It means that if I want to go out and eat the dirt in my driveway, there's no law for me not to do it. it It's not even considered. And I wanted to just point that out and I know many people don't understand what the
0: difference is. Thank you for that and we didn't stop down to to really get into those details. I think we kind of touched on it but uh, didn't get into the detail. And it, it does basically mean to eliminate the criminality surrounding something and then just let it be. Doesn't have to be legalized because it's not illegal. It, we don't have to. Le- right. I'd rather see
8: marijuana become decriminalized than legalized.
6: Me too, a-
0: because to, to decriminalize means to not create a legal structure, to not create a regulatory agency, to not increase the size of government surrounding uh, that issue. You're right, Tom. Thanks for the call tonight. Eight five five four fifty free. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts coming up in hour number three. The Postal Service. What's their plan to make
3: some money? We'll tell. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring us anything you want. And dial in toll-free at 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Uh, you can bring on to the website whatever prep that you want. We It's a show prep submission site. And uh, basically, that's a fancy way of saying a social bookmarking website, wherein people like you can submit content to the site and then vote upon it. Uh, If you like it, vote it up. If you don't, vote it down, or you can always ignore it. Uh, And then the most voted up in the aggregate will make it to the front page and the top of the site, and more people will then see what it is that you think is interesting if it gets voted up enough. So go to freetalklive.com, get interactive there. That's freetalklive.com. Like everything else on the site, that feature is free as well. Uh, Joining you in the studio this evening is Ian here. Nemi. And Mark. We're going to go right back into your phone calls. Then coming up, the Postal Service, they have a plan. You may have heard that they're uh, seriously in major financial uh, trouble, but they have a plan to bring more money in. We'll explain what it is here in a moment. Sweet. It's really original. Let's go to the phones, though, first and talk to Leo, listening in Oregon. Leo, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Hey, good evening. Good show, man. Thanks, Leo. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, I just wanted to bring to light uh, a victory here in uh, eastern Oregon. Uh, the Forest Service here had a travel management plan that was scheduled to close down about 4,000 miles of roads. And thanks to a, a group, of which now I am a member, called uh, Forest Access for All, we uh, managed to organize uh, people, put out some press releases, and we had a about Fifteen hundred people turn out to listen to a guest speaker who has been uh, battling the same issue in Montana. And the um, issue is what exactly? Was, uh, cl- the closing, uh, closing the forest, uh, closing roads here in the county that are on um, uh, national forest land. Meaning so the roads about- are being
0: the roads are being closed, and you opposed the closing of those roads.
5: We did, and we filed. We did it through the... We. Uh, um, I didn't uh, participate in the pro- uh, process at the time because I, I, was, I was for what the force, uh, the, 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 the forest access for all were doing. But I didn't think that uh, we needed to, to file an appeals process because it's a very lengthy process. You have and what's to, uh, the
0: reason for this? I mean, is, uh, what's the claim that why they need to close these roads down? I mean, it sounds like these are very scenic
2: roads. And who's in- closing them? Is it the forest, uh, you know, the, the national forest or is it the, t- the county?
5: No, it's the Forest Service. Okay. It's the Forest Service uh, coming in and actually actually closing, uh, closing the roads, making them off them, and burning them up. And um, they're, they're supposed to take in, according to their own process, they're supposed to take in several different factors. And the human factor is one of them, and they did not do that. And uh, many people wrote in appeals. Um, informing them of that fact. And I'm sure they already knew this. And what is their were, reason were,
0: for this, by the way? I mean, what is the, the stated claim as to why they are closing these roads?
5: Uh, it's it's multi layered, but it, it has to do with environmental issues such as elk habitat uh, imprinting upon um, uh, certain growth areas, uh, too much damage caused by ATVs. So there's there is uh, there there is it's mostly um, environmental reasons. So are they closing uh, but, um,
1: trails or but, uh, roads? You mentioned ATVs.
5: Yes, they're bo- both both trail okay. and roads. Hmm. How about both hikers? Trails and roads. Um, some of the areas would have still been open to hikers, uh, but those eventually kind of get closed down too. And wow. this is a uh, if you look deeper into the situation, it has to do with uh, the United Nations uh, Agenda for the 21st Century, Agenda mm. 21, uh, and it, they have a, a whole section there on uh, the sustainability of forests and their ultimate, you know, the ultimate goal stated by them. And those policies have been placed into effect here in the U.S. through executive orders, like uh, the, the, the White House Council on Sustainable Development under Clinton after the Rio Earth Summit in the early 90s. But you know, the reason I was calling is because yeah. I don't know, do you guys, we would like to have, this isn't something that uh, just affects us, it's happening in other counties throughout mm-hmm. the nation, and, you know, people that have gone traditionally gone up and cut wood, people that have traditionally gone up and hunted, and people that live in rural communities who really, um, you know, Depend on these these places and have historically gone there are now being closed off from them, and a lot of people don't know what's going on. So mm. I was wondering if do you guys ever have guest speakers? I mean, I I listen to your show intermittently, you know. Um, one month here, one month there. So I'm not sure. Do you do you host? And every time I've called in, it's just been
0: um, yeah. The Free Talk Live is normally something. an open phones uh, discussion show uh, where you know we we take calls from anybody about whatever. Um, generally, okay. we don't have guests on this program. There are exceptions to that. However, but people can
2: call in about anything, and you've just called in, right?
0: Uh, so you know, if there's like a website or something you want to promote, you're certainly welcome to plug that once. And then you know, Mark actually does an interview show. Where you host a, you have a variety of people on your show. Sure, um, like the Edgington Post uh, is what uh, your inter- interview show is called, Mark. And I don't know, you know, whether or not, whether or not Mark's interested in this subject uh, enough to have a guest on. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, put words into his mouth.
5: Okay. But, well, so. how about um, I let you guys uh, find out about it on your own. You can look. There's there's uh, two sites. There's one forestaccessforall.com. Okay. And the other uh, the other one is Citizens for balanced use
0: access for all dot com
5: that sounds and like, uh, like sounds
0: like a good one I mean look you know i like uh, I like trees I like being outside I like the nature it's nice it's it's beautiful it's uh, something I can appreciate and uh, I get the idea of protecting you know the environment I like that idea, but i don't like the idea of keeping people out of it. I mean, part of the nice thing about having a nice environment in which to live is getting to enjoy it. And whether that's uh, going out on an ATV, taking a, a nice ride through on a covered, you know, kind of canopy road, or or a walk, uh, you know, it's outrageous that people would be. The government guys are trying to stop that from happening. If you want to, if you want a plot of land that is kept absolutely in its state of nature and not touched by humans, then you should go and buy it up. That's what I would tell these people who are advocating for these roads to be closed down. Hey, save your money up, pull it together, and. Uh, go and buy huge swaths of land, and then you. But well, the government's up the not going to sell national
2: forests. End I know that. I know right.
0: that. And,
5: and Essentially, uh, yeah. What What's going on is those these roads become bermed off or gated off, and you know then everybody loses their access to them. And the Forest Service itself, they are just essentially letting the land become overgrown. I mean, they're not doing anything. It seems like the only thing they di- that they do do in the county is close down our roads and let the forest just go completely crazy. And, what state
1: you know, are you calling from again, please? Oh, uh, he's in Oregon. Oregon. Now, my I'm understanding is as you're you are allowed to hunt in uh, on federally managed land in Oregon. Are you saying that's not the case either?
5: Well, the road closures would have put a, a serious kibosh on the hunting. Um, it would have, you know, you would have had to, you know, pack your stuff out for thousands, you know, thousands of yards from where you normally have your, you know, your hunting spots. So it would have affected hunters. Right. I mean, that wasn't, that
1: wasn't my question. My question was, are you still able to hunt on the property?
5: Yes. And the travel management plan did not go through because uh, the people here were, were active enough. That's the success story I wanted to share that they, they put in, there was, there was something like six Thousand appeals, and bear in mind this is a rural community. That you know, there's the, the biggest town in this area has twelve hundred uh, twelve thousand people, mm-hmm. and um, we got um, we got uh, some congressmen involved, and there were some town hall meetings where you know Senator Wyden uh, came down, and, and Greg Walden actually wrote a letter to the to, to the Forest Service manager and asked her to to scrap the whole thing and start over. So, so, we,
0: so you were successful at stopping some of these road closures.
5: 4,000 miles of road closures. Congratulations.
0: I, that, that's yeah, a great, uh, great success story, and it really does show that when people in enough numbers can actually motivate and, and activate, then something can happen. and uh, And I thank you uh, for the call tonight, Leo. eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL Cai toll free line. It's probably a lot harder to prevent hunters from poking around in a, in any given plot of land, uh, but it's obviously easier to block off trails and uh, and you know stop automob- automobiles and ATVs from getting in there. So they'd have a much more difficult time on their hands attempting it's to fun. stop hunters. Yeah. They well, could, they hunters could usually. Them,
2: equipped with automobiles. I mean, they they go with a truck and yeah. they walk some distance from the truck, but they they're not in, out there usually hiking it in right. 15 miles because I mean then they'd be hiking it out 15 miles taking whatever, whatever the kill. carcass
0: is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can uh, take control here. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 855 450 free still to come here. The postal service and their plan to raise some more money. Can they do it? We'll find out. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-C-A-I toll-free line. Join us over at freetalklive.com, uh, where we've got a lot of features there. The mobile site is one of them. If you have a smartphone, you can go to m, as in Mobile.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams, as well as the software necessary to tune them in.
2: Go to m.freetalklive.com. If you're looking to get precious metals, the way to do it is to go to gold.freetalklive.com. There you can see coins, common coins that you can comparison shop. You can order them. You'll get them in your hands quickly. And that's the way you want to have it. You want to have it in your possession. You don't have it in some vault someplace where you don't know that somebody's holding it for you. Um, it's, it just go to gold.freetalklive.com. We've teamed up with Midas Resources, and they're going to treat you right I've ordered from them on multiple occasions. Ian, you too? Yes. And uh, it's always been a great experience for me. It's gold.freetalklive.com. I get silver though cuz uh, gold's too too expensive for my blood.
0: I feel much I think better just about, about every silver. time I've
2: ordered from them it's been silver also. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but they do have gold. I think they even have platinum too, so if you're into that.
2: Uh, yeah, I've gotten can, some platinum yeah. from that's right.
0: Uh but I don't know if we don't we don't think we show the platinum on our website when you go to gold.freetalklive.com so you'll have to call them and ask yeah. for it.
2: That's right. There. There's a phone number there, and you can call them and um, request whatever you want. They've got quite a bit more than what's uh, right on our website.
0: Yep. Let's go to the phones here. You can bring up anything. Uh, Jeremy is on the line in Rhode Island. Uh, Jeremy, are you with us? Yeah. Jeremy.
3: I, okay.
8: Uh, I yep. wanted to talk about, because um, you guys are starting with the iPhones I, um, and the uh, jailbreaking and all that. I wanted to bring up unlocking. Okay. Because... There's a lot of people out there that are unlocking them, a lot of mall kiosks, sort of things. And these people, you know, some of them want to charge $40,
0: $50. What is the difference um, between jailbreaking and unlocking?
8: Jailbreaking has something to do with making it so you can use apps that are not approved by Apple. Okay. And I believe you also get apps for free that Apple would normally make you pay for.
5: Mm.
8: Um, that's my rough understanding of it. Unlocking is when you make it so if you have a phone that you originally bought from AT&T and you're out of contract and you want to switch to T Mobile because they have uh-huh. better rates or vice versa. So, well, you could. Um, you don't
0: have to buy a whole new phone, is what you're saying.
8: Yes. Yeah, Got because it. Because AT&T will go to T Mobile. Um, Verizon and Sprint, I don't know if they'll switch over. I know it is like some people, if they're going out of country, they'll, they'll unlock, they'll get their phone unlocked. Um and then, to use different carriers, like some regional carriers, use the same band that Sprint or Verizon does sort of thing right um but basically, what it comes down to is the a t and t one is the most popular,
0: so um, you're saying but you're yeah. saying that there are places at the mall that will offer this unlocking service for people
8: yeah and and then people on Craigslist that do it without any business at all um and they're you know they're certainly engaging in uh, you know an agorism in a way. But what I ran into is that someone wanted to charge me fifty dollars to do it, and I had already bought a phone from them, <clears throat> and I thought that seemed a little excessive.
5: Okay. Because
8: you know when I'm dealing with gray market stuff, I love gray market. I love hand dealing in cash. Um, I, you know I deal mostly in cash. Well, this isn't. I it, this I is.
0: Uh, is this a void of a warranty when you unlock?
8: Um, I I don't know, but these these are phones that have I'll been out of warranty for a while.
0: Then I wouldn't say this is gray market or anything like that. I, I don't. I don't know how you define gray market. Well, they're
8: well, they're operating outside of paying any taxes for sure. I mean, um, the people that are doing it off of Craigslist or sort the of thing.
2: It doesn't so, seem likely that they're rushing off to the IRS to uh, to, yeah. to pay any kind of tax bill. <laughs>
8: yeah, yeah, He He wasn't. He wasn't writing out. He didn't want to write me out. Of, you know, he wasn't going to write out. Would of you
2: like me. a receipt for uh, that? I can have my accountant yeah. call you.
0: So he wanted to charge you the 50 bucks. You thought it was too much. So what happened?
8: Well, I got looking online, and, you know, when you Google, all the results are pretty much geared towards the consumer. And I kept Googling, and I found a site that I'd like to share with your audience. I am not shilling for this site. But for anyone out there that has a phone, they have a retail version of it, for like, you know, or for the consumer version, and they have, like, one for someone who's going to do multiple phones. And their prices were, like, $7 to unlock an iPhone 4, 4S, or 3.
0: Now, is this PC. not something that you can just do on your own? Like, when, you, when you've got an Android, uh, you can just you can just learn how to root it and do it on your own. Is this something that you can learn, or do you need some sort of special equipment to do this?
8: As far as I know, you, you, there's, there may be a way to do it by software, but it's not a permanent fix. Mm-hmm. This is a factory unlock where it actually goes into Apple's database or whatever database they have. And it makes it so that when you update your phone via iTunes, that you update your firmware, that when it updates, it unlocks your phone and allows you to use other carriers.
0: Huh. It's like Mission Impossible. Solution. So they have to have some sort of special equipment in order to do this programming is what you're saying?
8: Well, they, they don't provide you with it. I mean, you, you literally pay them online then you update your phone on iTunes.
2: How Weird. do they do it? it? I mean, how do they hack Zor into uh, I? I Apple's uh, stuff. I don't
8: and it, know. I don't know, but I, I just did it with three phones today. So they, they and it worked. clearly have a way. Yeah, it worked.
2: Mm-hmm. Amazing.
0: It yeah, worked. See, I'd never um, heard of would It, this. it, it to me $7. like you just
2: would send $7 to somebody and they'd say, thank you. That would be how it would work. But I'm, I'm very... You, you, no,
0: uh, you know what happened is I tried paying this company because
8: they, they make you buy when you deal with the wholesale version of it. You have to buy $25 worth in credit. You have to buy $25 worth and I originally paid with my PayPal account, which is unverified. He bounced it back and said, you need to pay with a verified account. I've never had a seller do that. And that's when I knew, okay, I'm not I'm dealing with serious business, serious business people here. You know, gotcha. this isn't a bunch of amateurs. Um, and it was GSM Unlock USA.
0: Okay. Just right. People Google that. So. There you go. So if thanks you're looking tomorrow. to do that, that's uh, interesting. I never, I didn't even know that that was possible. It makes sense that it is. And uh, I've heard of unlocked phones before. Yeah. Thanks for the call tonight, Jeremy. I appreciate yes. it. Eight uh, five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I mean, that seems like it's a worthy investment if you are, you know, going to change phone companies and go uh, to another company, not sure. have to buy another three hundred
2: dollar phone. Yeah. Why would you want to? <laughs> I mean, that's it's kind of nasty to make uh, you know to, to just keep your phone kind of locked in. I wonder if that's possible with the Android. I've never even looked into it. That's
0: interesting. 855-450-FREE. But then again, some phone companies have different systems. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, there's different yes. uh, systems that they use to communicate. So like uh, Sprint... And I believe uh, Verizon both have CDMA phones. I think that's the case. With the other GSM, there's or whatever. GSM, which is a different uh, kind of uh, communications method that uh, the other phones uh, AT&T. use. AT and T. So that's something that you want to look into first. Is you know what is the carrier type. You know, what are they using? What equipment are they using? Is, is it possible to unlock your phone and have an interface with their system before you go jumping into
2: this? Yeah, just because it's recommend. unlocked doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work on that particular. Right.
0: Whereas there is the uh, like around here, there's a company called Virgin Mobile that I found out about recently, and they are piggybacking on the Sprint network. So, every you know basically their phones use the Sprint network. They obviously are paying Sprint to allow them to do that, and amazingly, their plans are much cheaper than than Sprint's plans and uh, so you could totally do that with them. I would imagine you could take a Sprint phone do that unlock procedure and then use it on that that network but you've got to do the research first so know what you're getting into buyer beware 855-450-FREE the SACL CAI toll free line but then again generally you're going to get a better deal if you don't go to the mall kiosk right like if you take a little bit of time like Jeremy did and look online you know google around take 10 minutes to learn about whatever it is you're looking into you know if you don't just take the guy's pitch at the mall kiosk you'll probably do better whatever you end up doing (laughs) You're going to pay the most at a mall kiosk for pretty much everything. Pretty close. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can uh, join us on the phones or online. More coming up with the Postal Service. What's their plan to make some money? Uh, They need some help big time. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free here. Bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. one 450 3733 Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. And you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. The webcam's there. You can watch, listen, and interact. Actually, a lot of people watching the uh, cam tonight. We've uh, got several, a few dozen, which is...
2: Not too shabby. They want uh, to see Nemi in her pajamas. That's, totally that's
0: right. There. My Hello Kitty pajamas. They're hot. It's hard to see the pajamas from here. You'll have to stand up, turn around, do a little, uh, a little spin. little dance. You can do a little spin. Right now? I don't
2: know. Whenever. She turn can't really around. do that while on the
0: air. She, well, she could. I'm going to tie herself right up in her headphones. She could totally do that. Cam.freetalklive.com is where you can go. Uh, Nemi is wearing her Red Sox uh, hoodie. And she does have the very nice... Uh, Hello Kitty.
1: They are so stupendously comfortable. Are they? They very. They are. That's you what I said to you at the beginning
0: of the show. You should be comfortable in the Free Talk Live studio. I am I in take here him at his word. All the time.
1: Well, not while not while I'm here.
0: <laughs> oh, no, thank goodness
2: he doesn't do that anymore. Is that a challenge?
1: <laughs> no, keep it on. Oh my God!
2: Wow, no, that's bad. I've done many, many, many <laughs> shows with this man in his underpants. Eight
0: five five four fifty free the cycle C A I toll free line so uh, we can. Of course, take your calls about anything, but there's the news about the Postal Service we've been teasing you with uh, throughout the show here tonight. KDKA reporting for CBS in Pittsburgh, 84 billion pieces of junk mail were delivered to our doors last year Wow! by the U.S. Postal Service. The agency's Ted Kelly says we have to fill in the void when it comes to revenue. There's been a huge recession-related decline in the volume of first-class mail, according to CBS News. Who writes this stuff? I mean, is this did they just ask the Postal Service for a comment and then just write down what they said? Yes. That's probably exactly what, what happened they here. Do? Because to, to, to blame the recession for the reason why postal uh, you know, d- deliveries are down while the, why the volume is down is absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's it been couldn't falling. have anything to do with the internet and no. people doing
0: online bill pay. It's been falling for years. Also,
2: the the, the worst service that you get out of uh, package delivery from the post office compared to services like uh, FedEx and UPS.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. Although I, I was on their site the other day and I thought I saw something that looked like almost like it was like a FedEx slash UPS style kind of showing you where the package system is kind of thing, Oh, really?
2: You know? They've upgraded their tracking system that says either delivered or not delivered? I
0: think they have. I can't confirm that 100%. I haven't checked it again.
2: Whatever it is, it seems pretty unlikely that they've managed to match. Uh,
0: Probably haven't managed to match it. Uh, plus, there's still no guarantees on how long it takes something in a priority mail package to get, uh, to get I had somewhere. trouble
2: with the package to get it not getting delivered uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a little longer than that, uh, by one of the, uh, the carriers. Uh, it was UPS. Mm. And there was at least someone to talk to can yeah. you imagine if a package didn't get delivered by the for the post office what it would be like trying to find out where
0: it is it's a nightmare so uh the claim is it's recession related that's not true and i know that there are some postal service people who have admitted previously that it's the internet it's it's email that's why deliveries are down why in why in the world would anyone who's not 85 years old uh want to utilize and I don't I I'm sorry, I don't mean to pick on uh the elderly listeners out there. I know a lot of elderly folks are really into the internet, they get it, they are totally on board with it. But, you know, I think it's a true statement to suggest that people who are of the older generation are more likely to use the postal service sure. to send a letter than say a younger of people who are, you know, they grew up on email. I only so. I
1: only really use it for things I have to, like uh people who send bills. Right. Who don't do e-billing and court paperwork. That too. And, and I'd like to touch on that because I'm not sure if it's the courts because we saw this in a demo's case as well. But I have, um, you know, my, my bill people can find me just fine. They can find my, my mailbox just fine. The court system cannot find my mailbox to save their life.
0: I don't Even know, if you've given them the address? Th- th- yeah,
1: I've, I've updated my address, made sure they have the right yeah. address, and now we're at the point where I'm calling weekly to say, okay, so what's the status? What's Jeez. the status? What's the status? Because they can't. And I again, I don't know if it's the local courts, but I've had trouble getting mail delivered in in Keene for 20 years now.
2: Government mail, you mean? Yeah, government yeah. mail. Well, it's, my son uses the postal service to send uh Letters, like letters. I'm using quotation marks. Mm. He's four and a half years old. Uh, he scribbles with crayons on a piece of paper. My wife folds them up and sends Says a little it to note grandma or something. To, well, you know, to yeah, actually, to grandma and uh, his, his granny and his muffy and then his friend Zachary. That they uh, you know they trade letters back and forth. So he you know he likes to get mail.
0: Oh, isn't that cute? So he's actually sending mail to someone his age.
2: Yes. It's an oh, an, how anachronistic. Yes, it's it's an anachronism. Is <laughs> exactly what it. is
0: so the postal service has been in a big trouble here and uh they have literally i mean they've they the last time i saw this news and it's not they're not talking about it here because for whatever reason this is a silly article about the postal service they're not really talking about and what's how serious the financial trouble they're in it's billions of dollars it's per month they're hemorrhaging huge amounts of cash they're hemorrhaging can you imagine your business losing money hand over fist month after month and still being in business that's (laughs) because they keep getting bailed out by uh the federal government uh basically the the taxpayer they claim to be independent but that's not true uh but anyway they're losing big time money and so what are they going to do well according to the cbs news story they're looking to junk mail as a rescue
2: but We're well, as if about, they haven't been looking to junk mail for a rescue up this point. Right. That's all they do is deliver pizza coupons, car wash coupons, and, and all other sort of sundry coupons.
0: We're talking about a national program where a company can take a look at a direct a look at direct mail from a 30 state or more perspective and say, "Can I reach more customers?" said their spokesman. The Postal Service is planning to woo businesses and direct marketers with rebates and discounts to increase advertising mail. So if you didn't get enough junk mail in your uh, in in your post office box uh, then there's more to come That's if totally they all are successful uh, with this. Yeah, you're right. right. It's yeah. uh, like you said, it's junk mail, court notices or the occasional bills. Bill.
2: Yeah. That's I haven't it. had a uh, mailbox in many in several years and that's all i really remember getting in my mailbox was uh many years uh, really I, I i did live in a house where they had a mailbox on the side and i never put my name in it so i'd just get resident coupons mm-hmm. um this this has been several years but i just when i moved into my new house i never even, never even put up a mailbox
0: customers seeing an upsurge in flyers and catalogs like Jason Peterson who lives in the Mexican War Streets i guess that's somewhere in Pittsburgh look at it as a necessary evil he says the thought of having more is not very appealing, but I think we can all agree that we do need the Postal Service. Anything for our country. We've got to have this Postal Service. They well, If they've got to deliver uh, 50 pounds of ads every week just to make sure it works, then uh, well, doggone it. I've got to get my court notices. Because well, the marketplace could never figure out a way to get anything well, to someone's front service, door. There's
2: nothing wrong with the Postal Service. The, the thing that's wrong with the Postal Service is the monopoly aspect right. of it, the government intrusion into it. If the government cut the Postal Service off— It would be the
0: best thing that could ever happen to it. It would be it. the
2: best thing that ever happened to any of those people because— but It'll
0: never happen at, because— Not uh, yet, anyway. Not anytime soon because those those postal employees would— s a brick uh they've got the the postal union and the postal employees make a sweet pension so that's one of the biggest problems with the post office is the pension that uh, they have to pay out to these bureaucrats the post office has i believe it's more members than the army there are more uh (laughs) employees in the post office than there are in the u.s army and they've got to pay pensions to people that aren't currently employed so they're paying salaries out to the people that are currently employed and then like 90 percent of salary to the people that are receiving pensions of which there are a myriad
2: yeah and you have to ask yourself what kind of business has a business plan where it costs the same amount of money and i think it's ridiculous to send it to send a letter around the corner as it does to anchorage i mean if if you're talking about, if I just need to send a letter to the courthouse, does it really need to cost 50 cents or whatever it costs? It's about that. Uh, you know, 50 cents. And then to send it to Anchorage is the same cost? I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't even make any sense at all.
0: Gene's on the line in Portland, Maine. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nemi, and Mark.
6: You guys got me rolling on the ground laughing. I can't help it. Uh, but, you know, you guys stole my thunder. Um, I'm a I've been nearly with the post office 28 years, and you guys nailed it.
0: Uh, Wait, you've been working with the post office? office? Yeah, yeah. Oh, please hold yeah, so, him so over. So you're, you're a post office employee? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, stand by. I'd love to it. talk to you further. I'm more with Gene in a moment here. Longtime post office employee, Gene, is with us. We will continue that discussion here. 855-450-3733. The post office suggesting here that direct mail is going to be their savior, I think there are some reasons why it's not going to work like they think. We'll uh, cover that in a moment. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live.
2: The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free Super Saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com.
0: You may take control of these airwaves in the remaining moments, which are right now. 855 is the number. Toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI. one 855 3733 Join us online over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, one of the best ways to do it is becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Now, go to amp.freetalklive.com. You can sign up there. It's a few bucks a month, five bucks. It's not a huge commitment, but it makes a big difference for us because we can invest that money into Free Talk Live and get on more radio stations around the country. And one of the ways we do that is by creating buzz in the industry about the show. And what we're going to hopefully see happen tomorrow is a really nice article come out about Free Talk Live from the folks over at Talkers Magazine. Uh, They mentioned it in their news release. They do a daily news update each day for the the Talk Talk media industry, and their update today said that tomorrow they're going to have the young guns of talk radio uh, article. Uh, That's right, for which I was interviewed. And, and but, so,
2: why do they interview
0: you and not interview uh, me? Well, I'm nine years younger than you, so that might be why.
2: I oh. Ouch, dude. Yeah, it was stinging. Being dude. It, it was, it hurts. I'm sorry, I'll give you a Band-Aid. Yeah, it's like age discrimination. Over here.
0: <laughs> it's totally a discriminatory article.
1: If you were that's younger, I'd offer you a tampon, Mark.
5: <laughs>
0: and uh, so that's going to be good. Uh, presumably, it'll be good press because Talkers uh, Magazine is very friendly to Free Talk Live. We're one of their advertisers. Well, uh, that's not the re- I Hopefully, that's not the reason. It doesn't hurt uh, to be an advertiser of a magazine to get to be more likely to be the subject of one of their. Even Mark, you used to work for a magazine. You know this is true, right?
2: I think that there's, you know, the, the people that write the articles are more likely to see your name if you advertise in the magazine that they're going to that they look yeah. through after they've written the article. So you can create top of mind experience for those people as well. Sure,
0: absolutely. It just uh, it it helps. So advertising in Talkers has. You know, made stations more aware of us, and has resulted in talkers involving us in their uh, their conventions. For instance, uh, so we'll you know usually we have a speaking oper- uh, engagement at their convention, and in this case, you know now and then they'll they'll run something about us in their uh, their news updates. So that's that's helpful because it builds, you know, kind of a brand recognition amongst the program directors for radio stations out there. And so you can help make that happen with your 5 bucks a month over at amp.freetalklive.com. And you get perks like access to the amp only call-in lines, amp only uh, podcast forum and more. That's again amp.freetalklive.com. Gene's back with us, listening in Portland. Gene, you said you've been working with the postal service for the postal service for quite a long time and uh you had some comments being that they're having a real tough time financially.
6: Well, I mean, you guys nailed it i mean the, the way that the way that it can be rescued is just ending the ending the monopoly and getting getting congressional oversight eliminated
0: but what um, about basically. the pensions i mean aren't postal service employees going to flip their lids if uh something like that happens?
6: Well, you know, I hear that, and basically all the money that they supposedly put into pensions i mean they're investing in the government bonds so um facing the same fate as social security unfortunately
2: you know and also if uh, if the government were to just let the post office go and keep all their equipment they get to move right into the marketplace as the largest shipper in America mm,
0: and with huge name recognition yeah, with huge
2: name recognition they could very easily turn that into if they if they do it right I mean that you have to run it like a business not run it like the post office um, and and if they do such a thing they'll certainly be able to turn that around they're gonna have to change how they go about pricing the delivery of, uh, of first-class mail and and that kind of thing currently the you know nobody even considers sending mail to through the UPS or excuse me, UPS or FedEx or whatever they are. Um, so I mean, they they have a, a monopoly on that, and they would have a near monopoly if they were turned around in that in that way.
8: Right. No, no, I
6: agree. I mean, the infrastructure is already there. The uh, I mean, they already have contracts with the airlines to, to, to deliver whatever. You know, you guys you guys might also want to know that. I mean, UPS, FedEx, and, and postal service. I mean, they work together, especially when it comes to packaging. Um, I mean, right now yep. the Postal Service rents uh, space on FedEx planes, mm-hmm. UPS drops packages off for us to deliver, and vice versa. And if you go to any retail unit uh, in the Postal Service, there's actually a service there where the Postal Service does the paperwork and Federal Express does all the legwork. Well, I mean, they're yep. already in cooperation with each other. And, of course, any large retail unit, you're going to see FedEx boxes in the front, too.
0: Absolutely. Now, are, what's your role with the Postal Service? Are you a deliverer? Do you uh, you know work the back room? I'm, a, I'm, I'm
6: one of those guys that work behind the counter.
0: Gotcha. How's uh, that job, I mean, by I, the way? I mean, because a lot of times you go in there and those people are very surly and uh, less than uh, happy to be where they, they got are. And not
1: helpful up. at all. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and,
0: okay. and I'm sure the customers are frustrated, too, because they're waiting in a long line usually to uh, to get up to these unhelpful bureaucrats. What's it like working in there?
6: Um well, at times it, it can be, like you said, the atmosphere can be really surly. At other times it's pretty good. Um, you know, at Christmas time, Ugh. it goes by fast, believe it or not. They yeah, bet it does. Those, yeah, those are staffed, and, you know, we can get them in and out. The only trouble is that, especially in my office, the uh, the management uh, they don't like to staff it properly, unfortunately.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this and seems to be the 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 way that, as far as I can tell, and I've gone into you know many post offices around the United States. Is there's always a line lined up. Now that doesn't happen at the grocery store, and that has to be management that's saying we don't want to put enough people behind the counter in order to handle the amount of people that are you know coming through here, and that's not good but, for anybody.
0: Well, typical governmental so. managers are overpaid and underworked. Do you feel like uh, you know there's too much of a level of management in the post office that uh, you know you could well, cut a few managers?
6: They could they could definitely cut a few layers. And the other thing too is a lot of them aren't accountable either. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they if they make a mistake, they don't get fired. They get shipped off to be a postmaster, at some, uh, <laughs> postmaster.
0: in some Siberia, yeah, you know. right? Alaska. Like a like a Catholic priest molesting children, <laughs> okay. shipped you know. off to another church. Yeah. Hey, Gene, any other observations you want to share about your experience? Um,
6: you know, I, one experience I did have—I mean, I was what they call an OIC—that's uh, thats another glorified name for postmaster.
2: Yeah, it sounds like an office. officer in charge.
6: Right, exactly. And that was a—that truly was a wonderful experience because uh, I had a great clerk who, who I worked with, and we cooperated. Never, never, and the people loved them. They loved coming into the office, and <laughs> this is the way of showing their appreciation. They shipped him off to someplace else and put somebody else in, in there. Mm. So, I mean that. That is just so bizarre. And the other experience is that right now, I mean, they're consolidating everything. They're trying to consolidate, skim down, you know, and it's understandable because the volume is, is dropping, like you said, but... I mean, I, I just personally think they're going way too overboard in well, the province.
0: Well, it's hard to bail uh, you know, enough water out of a sinking ship to, uh, to keep it Absolutely. afloat, and that's really what they're trying to do. And, and until they can fundamentally change their business practice, well, yeah. it's not going to work.
6: One other, yeah, one other observation, I, I just share the name that you know, myself and some of my colleagues call the place. We call it The Circus in Everly's
0: Town. Thanks for the call, Gene. appreciate hearing <laughs> from you. That's cute. Uh, and by the way, they're talking about increasing the amount of direct mail, the amount of uh, junk mail, as you might call it, that's uh, being delivered to homes. And I just wanted to ask you, Mark, before we continue with the calls, as somebody who used to work in magazine sales, obviously in, a, in any given magazine, you probably can't have more than half of the content being advertising. Uh, if you were to make it 75% of the uh, magazine to be advertising, would people be uh, more likely or less likely to buy a copy?
2: Well, they'd be yeah you know, less likely to buy a copy. That's for certain. At that point, if you're seventy at five percent, you're basically talking about a free giveaway. Yeah, you should be yeah. giving
0: it away. You should be. But and who wants to pick up that kind of uh,
2: product? People are going to take your aren't going to take your articles as seriously. They're not going to take yeah. your advertisers as seriously. You know, I mean, if you've got one advertiser in a magazine, people will be more likely to respond to that one advertiser right. than if you've got so you the, know, a thousand.
0: So the more they increase the volume of people doing business with direct mail, the more direct mail they're delivering to. People. People's homes, the more noise it is, right? For mm-hmm. all of those advertisers, the more, more noise difficult it is for to the stand advertisers,
2: out. and the less people are going to even really consider the post office to be relevant in their lives. Yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely, it's, especially politics season here in New Hampshire, yeah. first of the primary state. I just put a, a paper bag by the door, by the mailbox, so I just dump the stuff in, and the it's advertisements. Too, yeah, yeah, it's too much to burn. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> That's like one fire. Of the img- one of the <laughs> objections they're
0: bringing up here in this article is municipalities are complaining about this, saying that more of uh, you know junk mail is going to mean more trash in their landfills, and that's going to be you know a cost that they're
2: not really considering. So the solution to this is to privatize the uh, the post office, cut cut the ties, you know, let them free so that they can do their own thing. Now there is a band aid that the government could go to, and that is doing mail service three times a week. They're to thinking a, about to it, but they have to week?
0: get Congress to approve any. Sure major changes which is one of the reasons why they're going to keep just hemorrhaging cash because congress just debates about things and they're not you know what are <laughs> they not running the business right <laughs> uh let's go to amy in indiana you're on free talk live with the remaining moments go ahead amy in indiana
5: uh, yeah i was just wondering i don't understand how a guy could maneuver a wheelchair and corner two police officers with only one arm. Have have yeah, it's a great...
0: Uh, <laughs> and a pin in it that It takes arm. some talent, but tell you, if you master it, you might get shot. I uh, wish we had more time to talk to you, Amy, but we're at the end of the show tonight. Call us tomorrow if you'd like, and we can talk to you further at that time, 7 to 10 Eastern. You can join us every single night here on your local radio station, XM Satellite Radio, freetalklive.com, uh, on at various different times across all those platforms. We'll see you tomorrow night, freetalklive.com. It's change your words, change your life a daily minute program to help you understand the power of every word you speak. Here's New York Times bestselling author, Joyce Meyer. Do
5: you ever find yourself not even wanting to ask people questions about their life or what they're doing because you don't want to take the time to really listen to their answer? I know that sounds terrible and cold hearted, but if we're honest and admit it, we probably all feel that way at times. We can all get so caught up in what we're doing in our daily lives that we miss opportunities to listen to and love others every day words are powerful. We should all make a commitment to use our words to love people and build them up. But don't forget that we must first learn to truly listen. God has given us the ability to help other people. He has given us words and if we use them properly they can be life changing. For Change Your Words, Change Your Life I'm Joyce Meyer. For more information and insight on how you can change your words and change your life, please visit Joyce Meyer spelled
0: M-E-Y-E-R.O.R.G. The words we speak can affect our lives in positive and negative ways. In her new book, Change Your Words, Change Your Life, bestselling author and internationally
2: acclaimed teacher Joyce Meyer examines the power of words that convey our thoughts and emotions. She discusses how our words can increase or decrease our level of joy and how they can have a positive or
0: negative effect on our future. Change Your Words, Change Your Life, the latest book from New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer is available wherever books are sold.